Attention seeking behavior. With Casey Costa. Da -da 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 -da. Fancy with little. What is that? That's a microphone. That's crazy looking. Yeah, it's supposed to capture it from 360. 360, it's pretty neat. So, I dig it. Allows me to save, I guess, a little bit. Right. On that. And so, having a whole bunch of mics. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Robert's apartment. Ro oh, oh, yeah, Robert yeah, Mailing's apartment. <laughs> Yeah, no, mics everywhere. I feel like I'm on yeah. a reality show. Yeah, right? There's a boom mic, there's a camera everywhere. Uh, I got you some water if you wanted some water. Cool. It's I in a Harry it. Potter mug. I thought that was oh, fitting. That's definitely. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome, Travis. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Man. No, absolutely. Speak up a little bit, too. Just I, I want to make sure that we hear you. Okay, it, so. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, thanks for, for coming. I'm sorry you're. You're in the room with all the Christmas gifts and all the Legos. <laughs> well, I'm wondering which one of them's mine. Um, you know what? I'm. You're getting the same thing I got you last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's probably just a kind word on Facebook and saying keep up the good work. You know? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> it's as good as anything else anybody's got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, before we get into it, is it, do you prefer tricks or illusions? Oh, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I guess tricks. Tricks. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. Illusions. I think of like 
the big stage smoke and mirrors type thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, so like, wow. Uh, it's like um, what is it? Uh, I'm just trying to uh, trying to think of it. It's like saying uh, uh, you can't say Mexicans. Yeah, know? it's Hispanics. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like trickster illusions. And I always think of uh, that Job. Uh, do you watch Arrested Development? Yeah. Yeah. So Job is like tricks or something that whores do for money. Right. Michael. She's like children. Yeah. Candy. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. So well, cool. So uh, um, we we go right on into it. Yeah, let's do we, it. We get right into it. There's no, there's no big uh, hey, welcome to my show or anything like that. I All just right. feel like it, it's a lot more fun that way. Yeah, absolutely. Pausing for introductions, but yeah. Uh, Travis, so people know the names. I guess I've had a tendency to just go right in the conversation and not say anything. Travis Nye. Yep. Travis New Year's Eve, as I like to call him. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's the great. It's the easiest marketing year in the world isn't for me. It? Yeah. Oh, isn't it? They're like Travis Nye Nye. Yeah. <laughs> Travis yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. What is going on? I know. It's great when like my last name is a trending keyword. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's got to be great. It's like Bill Nye too. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Except now everybody calls me like Travis Nye, the magic guy, oh, instead of Bill great. Nye, the science guy. Uh, but I've never ran with it, and I feel like I should. I just have never had that focus to do it. No, I've. Hey, I like what you've got right now. Yeah, uh, I, because it, it's. You're not playing on those words, man. I know. No, I'm trying to make my own path here. I'm my own no, man. And yeah, that's it. That would like be me. That would be me going up and saying, you know, the comedian Casey Custer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. No. So, uh, I forgot where I was going because I just think that was great. So, uh, nah, yeah, I like that. Um, magic. Uh, I. Where Where did you start with it? Uh, you know, I like the story. Uh, there's a long version and there's a short version. We've got time. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, I think every kid gets a magic kit at some point in his life. I didn't. See, I feel bad for you now. I'm going to buy you one. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a magic kit because let's not lie, you're still a kid. I, yeah, no, that's true. I never got a magic kit. I got grounded. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, that's actually how I got into magic, so that's great. Uh, okay. So, uh... I remember when in elementary school, a kid, a magician came to my school, and I got to go up and help him out, you know, and whatever. David Copperfield? Yeah, absolutely. David Copperfield came <laughs> to my elementary school, school right? Yeah. He's, uh, he's hard. <laughs> he's on know, hard times. <laughs> yeah. Gigs a gig. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, magic was on a downward slope, and, you know, whatever he could do. Um, but no, so I got to go up and help the magician and everything. It was the coolest thing ever at that time, you know. Mm -hmm. I think I was probably five or six years old. I don't know. Okay. And um, so I had forgot all about that for the longest time. And then I got a magic kit uh, when I got a little bit older because my parents remembered that, and that's what they got me. And I was terrible at it. Uh -huh. I didn't understand any of it. And so, like, I literally just pushed that aside. And then I think it was, like, early 90s, like maybe 1993, mm -hmm. there was a TV Wait, how old are you? And uh I'm 35. Oh, okay. So you're you're four years, well, three three years older than me. Yeah, which is weird to think about because like I still feel very childish, and everybody I know is like. Oh, well, it's because you do magic. No, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> um, that's uh, what I do. I roast our guests the entire. No, I like it. It lets me know who I really am. <laughs> well, <he's>, uh, <laughs> Travis is never coming back. <laughs> so. 
Um, so anyway, there's a, a show on like NBC or ABC, one of those mm-hmm. basic channels called uh, The World's Greatest Magic. Yeah. And it had aired for like three or four years in a row. Yep. And basically, it was like a dozen magicians or, show, or so every night that would showcase their talents. And that would be the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one year I was grounded. Mm-hmm. See, this ties in. You ah! said you were grounded. That's what you got. I wish I had an imagination um, to go to magic. I know. <laughs> I went to doodling. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, all of my magic, or all of my stuff was taken away. My video games and mm-hmm. everything else, my TV. So Wait, I had you a, had a TV in your room? Yeah. Shit. I know. How... <laughs> It was magical. Man, my parents sucked. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. They listen. Um. <laughs> so yeah, um, all that stuff got taken away, and I had a deck of cards, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn magic. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do because I got like a week so, of nothing to do. Okay, so I, obviously my question is going to be like, wait, how did you just teach yourself to do magic? Was there? It was obviously with the kit, right? No, no, no. So you no. just taught you just freehand yeah. magic. Yeah, like I just seen all this Get stuff the on TV. Fuck out of here! And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna recreate everything I just seen. And I'm gonna be amazing. And I'm gonna show my parents like, no, take way. my stuff away. And so like I had practiced and practiced and practiced and like figured out ways to do things. And so it's like, Mom, Dad, can I show you a really cool magic trick I've been practicing this whole time I've been grounded? I'm like, sure, what do you got? And it was terrible. Uh-huh. Like, they're like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, go back to your room. <laughs> really driving that reinforcement home. I know. I'm like, okay. You got it. <laughs> like, yeah. honey, Travis. <laughs> yeah, right? And so... Glad uh, he's like, grounded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't give him any encouragement. He's in trouble. <laughs> Uh, but no, so this went on for like six months to a year that like I just did terrible magic tricks. It got to a point where I'm like, Mom, Dad, can I show you a trick? Like, oh, what do you got for us this time? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so like uh, a foreign exchange student actually came to my school from Russia. Oh, so they were like impressed, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, his, his name was Victor. And he, and of I, course. I, I have, exactly. And it really was. It's, it's always with a V in I Russia. Know. Victor, Vlad. Whatever. Uh, and I have no idea what his last name was. But uh, he knew I was trying to learn magic. Yes. <laughs> he knew I was trying to learn magic. And so he showed me a trick and he never taught me how to do it. Uh, he just performed it for me. Okay. And so I was like, mind blown. All right. I'm like, okay, dude, you got to teach me this because I've been like a solid year depressing all of my friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you got to show me something. Show me how to do this. And he wouldn't do it. And so I kept begging and begging. And like two or three days before he went back to Russia, he showed me how to do it. Did he like pull you aside and like, you want to know? <laughs> yes. I show you. <laughs> and then he opened up his trench coat. Yeah, he's got just a thing of like, a whole mad black market. You want the rope trick? <laughs> I got the rope trick. <laughs> Is this your watch? You're like, shit. <laughs> That's even my rope. <laughs> I've, I've had that. You, I've had your watch since first semester. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, I might add that in my show. I do tell the story. You can, hey, that is, that is yours. I am just here I love to it. drive See, the comedy. I like uh, it. <laughs> I mean, it's a, the the show's called Attention Seeking Behavior. Really, it's just for me. It's an outlet for me. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> nobody cares that I'm talking to you, Travis. <laughs> Everybody's like, what is he going to do to interrupt this right? guy? I'm really just a guide for you. I'm your compass right now. That's it. 
so anyway, I had practiced this trick, and I went to my parents. I was like, "Can I show you a trick?" And of course, they had the same like, "Oh my god!" And like, what? Yes, just get it over with. Honey, get me the bottle, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so I showed them this trick, and it like actually like floored my parents. Yeah, like out. it got the All first right. actual genuine re- reaction of like, "Oh my god, I did it! I'm like the world's greatest magician." Um, and so like, of course I did that trick until everybody in the world had seen it a dozen times and I'm like, I got to learn something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you know, if somebody's acts amazed, you can tell if they're being genuine or not. Mm-hmm. And so when I, like a 14 year old kid actually made my parents amazed. My wife is really good at baking it. <laughs> We're talking about magic. Ah, it's still. <laughs> Wait, what kind of magic? Yes. <laughs> um... And so it, that getting my parents amazed that that's kind of like what sparked it for mm-hmm. me because I'm like if a 14 year old kid could make my parents or like grown adults like oh my god how'd mm-hmm. you do that like that's just what I wanted to continue to do and it just kind of grew from there. Um, now going back a lot of my stuff I was self taught mm-hmm. and I don't want to like toot my own horn and say I'm better than most. Yes, but I do it. I, okay, Nobody I'm, listens. I'm to this better show. than all of you. <laughs> if there's any other magicians, suck it. <laughs> um, and if you're not, I'm still better than you. So, um, but the great thing is, though, like because I was self-taught and had to like figure these things out myself, I, I feel like I I can my creative side is a lot better than most mm-hmm. magicians, to where they're mainly copy and paste of what's already out there and produced compared to where I can take that and mold it into something a little bit more original. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely one thing I really pride myself on of uh, my craft and be able to do that. So uh, teaching yourself, I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I apologize. Like, when, when I'm around you, like, I feel like I shouldn't swear, but I swear all the time. I'm no, crazy, absolutely. So. I'm around <laughs> I'm around you. <laughs> I do magic. I yeah, right? Talk to, I, I talk to the devil. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, being a... It's so different from from comedy, you know. I mean, we're still performers, right? You know, and I'd like to say I taught myself how to do comedy, and I kind of did. Yeah. But you know, I think all comics take bits and pieces. Not as not far as material goes, no. But like right. bits and pieces from, you know, like there's some Jerry Seinfeld in there. Like, what's the deal with this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, or or you know. The way that I draw words out a little bit yeah. is very Berbiglia-ish, but right. every all the material is my own. Yes, but I feel that I pull things there. There are things uh, from other comics. Yeah, you know, like the spontaneity or the the quick quickness or whatever is yeah. very Robin Williamsy. Right. Um, so teaching yourself that you know you. I don't. I only know like David Blaine and David Copperfield. Right. They're all Davids. Yeah. All, I'm surprised <laughs> yes. your name wasn't David Nye. It could uh, have been. I don't know. <laughs> so, what was that? What was that first trick that you taught yourself? Um, like the bad one or the one the Russian. The kid? very first one. No, the the one that you're like I'm grounded <laughs> for a week. Obviously, I'm gonna teach okay. myself. All right. So I had a full deck of cards. Okay. I spread them out. I let my parents choose a card. I told them to memorize it. Do not forget that card and put it anywhere back in the deck. Uh I let them mix up the cards. I put the whole deck in my pocket. And I said, would you be amazed if I reach in my pocket and I pull out your card? Mm -hmm. And, of course, they said yes. So I reach in my pocket. I pretend like I'm fumbling around for a little bit. I pull out the entire deck, and I say it's in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) 
It's in there somewhere. It's in there. Like, I pulled it out of my pocket. There it is. And your, yeah, your reaction was the same as theirs. Like, is there more? Nope. It's in there. Hold on. You just, like, you had a punchline there. It wasn't a trick per se as it was uh, a joke. Right. Yeah. But it, that's that's where, where magic comes from, right? Yeah, it, essentially. Okay. Um, and so I eventually found that, like... It's uh, in there somewhere. And they're like, honey, it was the instruction card. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it, it was, was all it, of them. It was how to play poker. <laughs> yeah. Did you sign it? Because I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it, it, I guess it's kind of better than you pulling out, like, the queen of diamonds. And then, you know, it was really the jack of clubs. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's totally it. Which that's happened to me in a show. And it was a kid's show. Oh, God. And it was, like, one of my first ever paying shows. And I'm like, is this your card? And he's like, no. And I'm like, don't lie to me. <laughs> like, this <laughs> is why I don't want to do kids shows. You're grabbing them by the collar. Don't you lie to me. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, kids are so mischievous. Like, you forgot your card. What happened? Like, this is it. I know it is. He doesn't know what the, he doesn't know what the, the, the club uh, clubs are. Or yeah. He doesn't know the signs. Like, I yeah. Think. And so I'm like, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but... This is it. Shut up. <laughs> and yeah, so that's yeah, like I saw it. It was really the joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's failed quite a few times, but it's a learning process. Um, the thing I I think I grew most out of those failed moments is not learning how to do the trick better, but how to recover uh-huh. and hide it. Okay. So that way, I'm like, no, that's not my card. I'm like, well, I knew that, and then just. Kind of keep rolling and try to fish until you figure out what their card was. Okay. Or okay. say, well, here, I don't think it's in there. You find the card. And then he finds it, and then I can control it from there. And Okay. Well, so tell me, like, in a situation like that where, where they forget, like, I sometimes go to the fridge and I forget why I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I've got that stupid thing. Like, what? Yeah. But so in a moment like that, how do you control that? Um, in, like you said... Have them find it. What, what is the recovery from there? Because yeah, so if the spectator actually, or the assistant, whatever, actually forgets their card, uh-huh. then I just have fun and I put it on them. Like, they, they're now getting the butt of the jokes throughout the rest of the show. Like, I just drop it there. I said, okay, let's get somebody else up here who knows what they're doing and can follow instructions, oh, and everybody's kind of laughing about it. So now you're roasting yeah, the and, individual. Yeah, and I, and I recall that person or that moment a couple times throughout the show. Oh, they're going home, and they're like, "Yeah, Travis New Year's Eve just gave me... <laughs> <laughs> That's my name now, yes. <laughs> he just roasted me the entire time. Yeah. And now they don't want to be a magician. Yeah. They hate magicians. And they don't even care about the trick. They just know that that dude screwed up. <laughs> so, and like we're not gonna invite him to the party anymore because he sucks. Aww. He can't remember a card. No. Poor Kevin. I don't know. I gave him a yeah. name just to yeah, feel bad. Yeah, Kevin though. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're how? I, I'm, correct me again. Yeah. You were like eight when you learned that the, this the first time. Yeah, yeah, about that somewhere in there. So. Now knowing, like, this is, I, I want to continue to learn this, how much, uh, no, I'm not even going to go where I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, you carried that that on through the rest of elementary school into yeah. junior high and high school. Yep. I mean, what, how, how do you just carry that on? I mean, I'm, I'm just. I mean, it, it honestly goes back to one, 
um, a little bit of arrogance in it because, haha, I'm smarter than you. I, I right. fooled you. You can't figure out how I did this. But then it really just becomes like that artistic side of you. Uh-huh. Like as soon as you catch that, even as you as a comedian, there's that artistic side. That, well, you'd like, be surprised. Well, <laughs> it's loosely in there. That's right. <laughs> but there's still that performer in there who wants to perform and wants to be in front mm-hmm. of the audience and just enjoys that rush a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you're terrible, uh, being better than you were the day before, like you still feel that every uh-huh. time when you have that good show. You're like, that's awesome. I want to do it again. And that's pretty much what it was. Uh, and then you had mentioned like David Blaine. Who? David no, Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> who? <laughs> the, uh, the guy who has like Down syndrome and is really monotone, like the clear eyes guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's Down syndrome. I think I think he does have some sort of. Uh, and I'm I'm not trying not harsh on, on disabilities or anything. Sure. But I, I do think there's there's something not there. Yeah. Uh, in in a sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I know, I've, I mean, I went to go see his live show yeah. in Omaha, like where he performed on stage in front of thousands of people, you know, right. and he basically did everything in his TV special. Oh, really? It was okay. just a camera. There's nothing was, new? or No, not really. Um, but he still had that same person, like, character while he was performing. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, like, the Q&A and stuff, like, he was making jokes and laughing and stuff. I mean, he still had his normal voice, but is like, almost a totally different person. Really? So, so David Blaine, the magician, the performer, the illusionist, is yeah. dry. Yep. Here it is. Is this your card? Yeah, right. Very, very um, soft and... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't want to... Tiring. Yeah, yeah. And then David Blaine, the the individual, is right. Hey, yeah, this is right. me. <laughs> yeah. You know, but hey, I'm more excited, and yeah, this yeah. is how I do chicks. So. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say chicks or tricks? Yeah, both. Okay, <laughs> that's it. I'm open book. <laughs> it's David Blaine. He's got the money for yeah, both. Right. <laughs> it's something they do for money. Uh, so. Yeah, but I mean, it was pretty funny because, like, you know, he does the the thing where he puts like an ice pick through his arm. Uh huh. No, I don't know about that. Okay. One. Well, you know, I do the needle through the hand. You do the needle through the. I hand? do the needle through the hand. Oh yeah, with the string, right? No. No, just straight up needle through the hand out the out the palm. That sounds dangerous. Okay, uh. it is. And it's it's a hundred percent real. Like no. Yeah, it is. Like it is. Like, um, get out! It's not. No, it's a hundred percent real. You're really putting a needle through your hand. Yes, it goes in the back and out the palm. Hold on. There's going to be a moment of silence here because I need to look at the hand. Yeah. But there's like, no, there's got to be some, if you're doing it that frequently, aren't there like, and so it's, it's right there. That's where it goes. Um, so, but, it, but what, why isn't, I don't see, why isn't there a scar? I'm, I'm obviously I'm scar- forgetting what to say because I'm just like, ah, there's actually scar tissue inside. Um, but like in between your index finger and middle finger, if you follow that down, like maybe an inch behind the knuckles, uh-huh. right in between there, if you push, there's like a gap. Yep, yep. And that's all cartilage. Okay. And so the cartilage usually usually keeps you from bleeding. Okay. And so when it goes through, it's just like getting your ears pierced or anything like that. So it doesn't actually bleed. Huh. And it's actually completely like euphoric. Like the first time mm-hmm. I put it through there, I was like, oh my God, that feels awesome. Like, Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like my whole hand was just like relaxed. Oh, like, that feels awesome! <laughs> like I honestly became almost addicted to it. Oh, that was like jerking off. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, this feels awesome. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, no, no, I feel horrible. This show went sideways uh, really quick. But so, okay. So uh, you're, you're telling me it's real. I, I'm, I'm going to be a skeptic because it's, I think that helps with the believability of the... Absolutely. Yeah. You want skeptics. You don't want people to be... I do in a way, um, but I also do the real things like, uh, you know, I do the fire eating. Yes. Okay, yes. That's real. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fake fire. Uh, I eat glass. I eat light bulbs. That's 100% real. No, come on. That's yeah. not sugar candy? No. Everybody thinks that, and my first show I did it was the first time I ever actually done it. The first time I ever did it, I did it live on stage. Uh-huh. And was that at the... That, um, that was at the Orpheum in the Black Box Room, the Zabel. Was that for the... What was it? A Night of Illusions or something like uh, that? Zach and I had... Was that the... You and Zach, Yeah, right? the okay. Premonition Live. Premonition Live, that's yes. right. I was there. Okay, yes. I was at one of those. So that was the very first time I ever had ever eaten glass. Okay, really? And wow. Zach's like, what, what do you mean you're not going to practice? And I'm like, well, if it goes wrong, I really only want it to go wrong once. <laughs> so like, well, you have a good point, right? And he's like, "Well, what if you cut your mouth up and you're bleeding all over the place?" I'm like, "Well, then people will believe that it's real. It's a stunt. There's a chance it's gonna go wrong." And he's like, "That's so metal." <laughs> like that was his, re- so that was his response. So that was the first time I ate glass was live on stage, and like a week before that, I I chipped my tooth. Yeah. And so I actually just went to the dentist and said, "I need you to yank that tooth because I'm not getting glass." in a cavity or anything else that might be there. And he's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right? And so I asked the dentist, I'm like, before you pull it, how long is this going to take to heal? Like, because I'm doing something. Like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating glass. And if there's going to be a hole there, I don't want to get glass in it. And they're like, well, we don't recommend you doing that. I'm like, obviously, that I'm not asking for your permission. Thanks, Surgeon General. (laughs) Yeah, like, tell me how long, and they're like, well, within a week, you should be good, and that was the exact time until the show. Oh, So, like, I was really cutting it close. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) Nice pun. Thanks. (laughs) Um, But I told everybody in the audience, if you do not believe this is real glass, I will leave Mm -hmm. it at the edge of the stage. Three people came up. Mm -hmm. The first guy tried it, spit it out, Holy hell, it is real glass. Okay. The second guy goes, no, it isn't, and tries it. Oh, yeah, it's real. And the third guy finally believed him, and he didn't try it. So two people tried to eat the glass to find out it was real because, yeah, everybody thinks it's sugar, right. and it's not. Right, right. Like, I can yeah. grab a light bulb out of here and eat it. Yeah, the, well, well, I don't know if my wife would like that. Right, because <laughs> you're not light bulb. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> But we're down to our last light bulb, Travis. <laughs> I know. I heard they're getting rid of those incandescents, so. Right. <laughs> I'll take them, right? Yeah. Is that what you're like? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd like to do this for another four years, please. <laughs> so, anybody's got any old light bulbs lying around? Yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, so I like doing the stunts, the things that are real, because mm-hmm. then it kind of blurs what's not real and what is real. Okay. And so that's kind of the reason why I got into the stunts. Okay. Um, the fire-eating thing was something completely different, because I, I performed downtown, you know, like... Yep, yep, on the First Fridays and, and stuff, stuff like stuff. that. Yep. Yeah, David Blaine stuff. What? And who? so, like, I... Who? <laughs> uh, so, I, so I walk up to people, like, hey, can I show you something? No, that's okay. And they keep walking. I'm like, hey, I'm a magician, can I do a trick? No, that's okay. They keep walking. So now I'm doing fire-eating. So do you ha- you have to ask before you blow fire, obviously. You're like, hey, you want to see a trick? You can't just go be like... <laughs> like right in people's walk right yeah like what the uh, so, so the fire eating I actually, I'm actually just doing it like when people walk by and it, it builds a crowd on its own right 
And that's why I started doing it, because now I don't have to say, like, hey, can I show you something? Uh-huh. People are already stopping, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, let me show you what I really do, and then I start doing the card tricks. <laughs> oh, well, this is just a hobby. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is what I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out a deck of cards yeah. and some rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's too good. So... Uh, <clears throat> Going back to uh, going back to being younger and, and uh, getting that thrill of performing, yeah, and uh, just wanting to be that center of attention. I mean, like, this is perfect, uh, yeah, for for what we're talking about. Uh, it it was triggered by getting that response from the from Victor's trick from your parents, yep. right? So what yep. was what was Victor's trick? Victor's trick, I still do occasionally, not a lot. Okay. Um, and it's great because, like, when the new Jurassic World movie came out, um, Chris Pratt was on doing something, and they're like, oh, we heard you're trying to learn magic tricks. He's like, yeah, let me show you a trick. And that was the trick he did on okay. TV. And I'm like, that's my trick! Like, that's how I got started! Hold on, you're taking Victor's trick! <laughs> yeah, like, that's that fine! <laughs> uh, where did you film the movie? Was Victor there? Did he show you that? He swore he'd never tell anyone. No. Um... So, yeah, uh, basically the idea is, just like every card trick, I have you pick a card. Yeah. Um, I narrow it down to four cards, and none of them are it, and I have you pick them up and hold on to them. And uh, I basically slap the cards out of your hand, three cards fall, one remains, and that ends up being your card. Huh. Uh, it's pretty cool how it works. Yeah. Um, no, 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 we don't want you to share how the, we don't want you to share the secrets. No, I don't I'm want not you to get out of the, uh, <laughs> the allegiance of magicians. No, it, I mean it's really cool how it works. I mean, just kind of like, and this goes back to Travis and I, the magic guy, the science behind <laughs> it, and like all that stuff, and just the the psychology and stuff mm-hmm. of how it works. It's it's great. I mean, and you said it's it's a little bit different than comedy, but it's really not because. Uh, you have your punchline. It's how you get there that uh-huh. that matters, and that's the same thing for me. Like for that trick he taught me, it's all about that build up. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I could say, "Think of a card, hold onto the deck." Wham! There it is. Right. And that's not impressive. Who cares? Right. David uh, Blaine of you. Very, yeah. Very David Blaine. Yes. <laughs> There's no build up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, that was the first time that he taught me. Somebody taught me like the build up to it, and that's really the secret to. Mm-hmm doing any card trick or any trick at all mm-hmm. so uh, so victor knows his trick yeah you, you're in victor are friends and yeah. he at the before he leaves he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna show you uh like throughout the year are you just like victor i learned that look at check this out and you're pulling quarters out from behind <laughs> his ear or are you like what on you're like puking <laughs> right puking cards are you are you showing him tricks to show that like i really want to know this i really want to well, coincidentally, that's the only trick Victor knew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't know what KGB operative taught him that, but it was great. It got him into America uh, for a short time. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, from that point on, I thought that he knew all these tricks. And I was like, what else do you know? What else do you know? And I thought he was just holding back, and he really didn't know anything else. Really? It was, okay. it was just that one trick that he learned. Just, yeah. Like, everybody I meet usually knows at least one card trick, and that was his Okay. And so... I know no card tricks. All right. Well, you I can know do 50. the one that I showed you pull a whole deck out of your pocket. I, yeah, I can now do that one. See, there I you can go. now do that one. Yeah, no <laughs> practice. You were ready. Just light up the stage, man. So, did it... Was it just card tricks with... Um, for for a certain period of time, like in, in school? Yeah, for a long time, it was just card tricks. Um, Wait, how many card tricks are there? There's an infinite number, man. Get out. Here's the cool thing about any magic trick whatever the most likely probable 
logical way of accomplishing what you just seen happen, that's the way it's done. Mm-hmm. It's if if a rabbit disappears here and reappears over there, two things. One, either he has two rabbits mm-hmm. and he killed the first one. What? <laughs> I mean, made the first one disappear. Or two, he invisibly transported it from one place to the other without you seeing it. Uh-huh. If you can figure out one of those two methods, you can do it. Okay. So, same thing with a card trick. If there's something that you want to happen, I mean, it's pretty logical. Now you just got to find a way to hide it. Okay. Um, so, what you're, you're telling me, if I'm motivated enough, and I'm not, uh, <laughs> to, to go upstairs and grab my deck of cards, yep. I could teach myself, just by knowing the punchline to my, my yep. trick... I can teach myself how to get there effectively yes. um, with sleight of hand or or whatever yeah. on my unsuspecting yeah. audience. And you actually have an advantage because nobody knows you know a magic trick, so they don't think you're actually going to do one. Well, what if I say I'm going to do a magic trick? Well, they're not going to believe you. You're a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Okay, what's the punchline? Let's get to it. <laughs> was this your card? Oh, my God. It was a magic trick. <laughs> Best joke ever. Never thought it would happen. <laughs> Jackass. Uh, no. So, okay. So, I can teach myself. Yeah, absolutely. It, where, where, so, then it goes back to, like, you know, the dinosaur ages. Like, where, where did magic come from then? Was uh, it all just self-taught? Well, obviously, it yeah. was self-taught. I mean... So, magic actually goes clear back to, uh, like... Make it lively. Imp- we don't want to bore it. No, it's imperial no. times <laughs> where, like... Uh, I, I don't know mm. the villages or clans or whatever, but... The Westeros. Yes. Uh. <laughs> uh, basically, two, two villages or clans or whatever were about to go to war, and they had a shaman or a priest or witch mm. doctor or whatever... And they basically said, send forth your strongest warrior, and I will take his power from him, his strength. Mm -hmm. And so the person went up front in front of all these other warriors, and the shaman took his strength to where he couldn't even lift a small stone. And And then then the shaman could pick pick it up. And a small child could pick it up. Um, And so it basically terrified the whole village, and nobody went to war with these people because they thought they had these mystical powers. But this was all set up. Yeah, like it's all just a magic trick. Like there was a method to it. Um, That trick is still done today. It was done on America's Got Talent in a different form. It wasn't a pebble. It was a small box, a cardboard box. A little girl did it and almost won America's Got Talent. Okay. Yeah. And there is, I mean, think if if I said, here's a box. I need for you not to be able to pick this up. What are some ways to make that box so it doesn't move? Right. Yeah, I mean, I. Oh, you're. Are you asking? I'm asking me? you. If you wanted a box to stay there permanently, how would you get that box to stay? Glue. I, you can <laughs> like use glue. glue. <laughs> I mean, any type of adhesive. A but magnet, then, how do like you pull it off without cups? revealing that they, revealing that there's, there's glue? There's a release to it. So you got to think of something like a like a Velcro. But Velcro is temporary. Obviously, it'd have to be something stronger. So you keep. But let's go back to the imperial times where these shamans are doing yeah. all this. But I mean, it's it, it's as easy as just them going, "We're gonna set this up, all right." And like <laughs> that big guy right there is in on it. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna say he's gonna be the warrior that stands up. Like take my strength. I don't yeah. know why he's Victor at this point. Victor, Victor is <laughs> this like crazy magic dude. But like, and, and but that's where I'm going. Is that yeah. oh, this is set up. Is that 
the warrior was already was already staged in the audience at this time. That's the shaman said, likely. "Here you go," and the shaman picked up this rock, and this rock was nothing. Yeah, I mean that's more than likely what it could have been. I, I I'm just saying because we're smarter. Uh, I hope. Than them. <laughs> so you're <laughs> you're impressing your friends, um, or uh, we hope you have friends. Uh, right. I mean, I don't know many magicians with friends. Right. Uh, we're, we're a small group. <laughs> the first fifteen years are pretty lonely of right. perfecting our craft. There's nothing like. You know, you're not getting called into, you know, the office and your parents and like Travis keeps telling, right. doing magic tricks <laughs> yeah, while I'm right. teaching. Like I was getting called, my parents are getting called in case he's a disturbance. <laughs> he thinks he's funny. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I was that same kid. I was the class clown, the disrupt, disruptive one. I just You're like, all right, cool. Now that the teacher's pissed everybody, come yeah. over here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So you you continue on uh, magic. It, you get out of card tricks. Yep. You obviously had to have said. I keep saying you obviously did this um, because I'm jumping to to where this is going. I I'm already thinking about the punchline. Uh, yeah. Of whatnot. So I apologize for that. But there comes a point where you say I have to get out of just ma- card tricks. Yep. And what we're, what's that turning point? I mean, yeah. I, I'm assuming most magicians uh, or illusionists <laughs> or whatever want to uh or start off just with the standard card trick yeah um so cards are kind of where every magician starts for mm-hmm. the most point they're free they're cheap everybody has them it's almost like a prerequisite you gotta yeah, like nobody to... buys cards you, uh, you always inherit cards yeah right? like <laughs> except for me like i feel like i should be sponsored by bicycle like i go through so many decks of cards it's ridiculous um but yeah there i mean there's a point where you can call them nicicle cards. Yeah, nicicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start writing them as log of how many play on words you can do with my name. I like it. I might get a winner in there. Someday. I've got two. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it gets to a point to where I mean, I'll do a, sh- a show now for people, and I'll pull out a deck of cards, and somebody will say, "I've seen this one." Like. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know what I'm gonna do? I love that guy. <laughs> like, like it's usually I've you. Seen that one. <laughs> I think it was you. No, no, no. I am respect. Hey, you're a performer like me. I, I, res- I respect right? the trade. You know, I, I joke now during this, but uh, I mean, yeah. there's, there's a real respect here, and I, I hope yeah. you can tell. It's, yeah, I want to know more. I, just, I think this is really neat. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's amazing. Out of infinite possibilities up. of card tricks, that one guy has seen this one already. Right. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, it gets to a point, because starting out, and once I found about trick decks, you know, okay. things that did stuff for you, Right. Um, that's kind of what I started to rely on, and then I'd go to places... So you would use trick decks? Yeah, absolutely. Now you don't? Now I don't. No. I 100% hate them for this reason right here, that... I would start going places and people like, oh, show me a trick, and they'd hand me a deck of cards. But like, I can't do anything because it's not my cards. You know, like I don't have that special attribute to mm-hmm. allow me to do something cool. So I'm like, okay, I need to just start over and learn the basics and go. So from I could bring you a deck of cards right now, and you could do something. Absolutely. Okay. You, you don't. You don't just carry cards with you. I have some in my car, <laughs> and I have some stuff in my pocket right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
yes, we're going to do that on air. Yeah. Um, yes. It'll be very boring on <laughs> It's going to be very quiet, but we're going to do it. Yes. I, I will I will walk through everybody what's happening. <laughs> but it's happening. Yes. <laughs> we will do that tonight. Um, and so basically, yeah, it gets to a point to where you kind of find the standards and the things you really like, and when everybody sees it, mm-hmm. they get burnt out of card tricks, and your audience knows when the same trick or the same joke is getting worn out, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I need to do something else. And then I ordered my first actual magic trick. Like, I ordered something from a catalog where I had to send the money and then wait, like, two months and to the, get it. the UPCs from the comic book, right? Yes. You get the X-ray glasses. And my parents wouldn't let me order anything because they didn't trust the whole mailing service. So I had a, fr- <laughs> so I had a friend in school doing They didn't trust the mailing service, but my son does magic. <laughs> yes. I totally believe in that. So I actually had one of my friends order the trick for me. I gave him the money, and so he ordered it. It arrived. He brought it to school, and it was the... Did he use it first? Because, like, I would have used it first. I told him, like, dude, you better not open it. (laughs) Like, you better not open it. Like, you need to stay completely in the dark on this. And so, like, he brought it to school. I'm like, is it cool? What is it? He's like, I didn't look. I'm like, don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. (laughs) I know you did. Yeah, so he gave it to me. And so, like, I'm, like, under my desk reading the instructions. And I'm like, and I'll tell you right now what it was. It was a, it was a vanishing silk making a small little handkerchief disappear. Oh, yeah, it's the, 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 fake, the thumb. fake thumb. The fake yeah, thumb. Yeah. And I pull it out of the box, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this is not going to fool anybody. Like, I'm a kid with an adult thumb. <laughs> and it's not even my skin tone. You're walking around looking like Bill Clinton. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I have sexual relations. <laughs> like, I, yeah, the thing was, like, super glossy. Don't mind like, that silk. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard plastic, and I'm like, this isn't going to do anything. <laughs> and so, like, I'm like, all right, let's just give it a go. And so this was the time in school when we all formed a circle with our desks, oh, and we Jesus. did our thing, and I was like, hey, hold on, guys, you want to see oh. this? <laughs> and so, like, I'm holding on to it. I stuff the silk inside of my fist, which goes inside the thumb. I put it on my thumb. I pull it out, and I'm like, look, it's gone. And they freaked out. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't see what's going on here? And they're like, where did it go? And I'm like, this is stupid, you guys. Like, <laughs> I know you know where it went. <laughs> and it fooled the pants off of them. But did you tell them? Did no. you like, yeah? Oh, okay. No. And so, like, I did it for, like, probably, like, two days, two or three days. And then finally, like, that that first group, the ones in my class that I tried it on, I'm like, hey, you remember that trick I showed you? And like, yeah, where did it go? I'm like, it was this stupid thing right here. And I showed them. Yeah. They're like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, yeah, let me show you how it works. And they're like, oh, my God, that's dumb. I'm like, I know. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> ah, I don't want this. I spent $14.95 and ate six boxes of cereal for this. Yeah. Like, there's so many Wheaties in the trash right now because I didn't want them. But, yeah, so, uh, one, that was a complete, like, shock to me that it even worked. And then, like, all the the magic kit that I got when I was younger, I started thinking, like, oh, my God, would that stuff have actually worked? Because it seemed pretty stupid at the time. And now I find out everything in that magic kit I use today in my Mm -hmm. shows, just it's a higher quality. (laughs) Oh, wow, okay. Like, the cheap little plastic cups and... So, it's (laughs) it's the Walmart brand... You're right. It's yeah. The, what it? What is it? The um, uh, for the guitars. Uh, the, the, oh, great value. The, I don't the great, know. Yeah, the great value guitars. <laughs> yes. You know, it's the great value magicians kit. Yeah. So like literally, <laughs> yeah. like if I were to travel and do a show, because there's a, a couple times I might have to fly, and I'll literally mail my magic show. 
because I, I, it's cost too much to fly with it, so I'll mail it, uh-huh. and then when I get there, I'll pick it up at the hotel or wherever that I'm performing it. And there's times that like it's like the magician's horror story that your show doesn't arrive, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I could actually just go to Walmart or somewhere and buy a magic kit, and I could do a show off of that. Like the audience would be like, "What the hell is this?" Right, but it would right. still be the same tricks; it just wouldn't look as good. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, like, literally, I could go to, you know, Walmart and Office Max and Menards, and I could put together an entire show. Cool. So, that, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by that. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's kind of neat. Yeah. You know, to think that, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's derivative. Right. Right? Yeah. Am I using that right? Yeah, I think I am. I think so. Uh, but I think so. <laughs> I'll go with it. It's a comedy but, show. If it's right, not, hey, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's really neat to to think that. I mean, my kids are. My oldest is asking about wanting to do magic. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, like she's she's to bed because she would bother the piss out of me <laughs> uh, today right now. But that uh, I could just walk into the store and I went this is yeah. the same thing that you'll if you stay with it you'll be doing 20 years from now yeah essentially yeah, yeah. you know give or take a couple and, and yep higher quality and so the it's the thumb yep you know that you the silk and the thumb you yeah. know and I, I'm sure I'm not spoiling anything I think we all know yeah know it's been that. so I mean, many movies, movies right. revealed and yeah uh, I, I, that's the one thing is I don't want to say something and you're like oh, da, 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 da. no, no. <laughs> I, I, I still try to, to figure things out because I'm, I'm amazed by how magicians do things but right. before I get into the into that piece I, I want to continue to ask because it, you know when you're discovering these talents and this is something that I want to do I, I just think that's a really important part of, of our lives it's I, I knew I wanted to be a comedian yeah uh, you know when I was in high school I was like yeah. oh shit I'm making people laugh right yeah. people like me yeah and, you know and I'm like this I can use forever right <laughs> and yeah. like now people are just like you are irritating right <laughs> So you learn that trick, yep. uh, the silk thumb, and you're like, all right, cool, great. Yeah. You know, when does it become this bigger thing where you've got the, the balls and you've got the ropes and you've got right. the, uh, you know, the sawing a woman in half? Right. Um, <laughs> like, that's traditional. <laughs> so as soon as I found I could instantly buy friends by buying magic tricks, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I'm instantly like, okay, I bought this cheap thumb and everybody thinks it's amazing, and I'm now the cool kid. Like, let's buy some more. Like, I want to be the let's cool kid. Let's just say cool kid. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, uh, so, of course, this is about the time David Blaine becomes big, and he did a trick where he put a coin on the back of some kid's hand, mm-hmm. waved his hand over it, and it disappears. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that. Magnet. I want it. And so I order it, and I find it, and I start performing it, and of course, like, 90 degree summer day gym class I'm wearing this huge coat to be able to do this trick oh my god but here's just in the top hat to the nines yes <laughs> but here's the best thing uh, in order to be able to perform the trick I told my gym teacher that I forgot my gym clothes mm-hmm. so now I can wear my clothes to do my trick oh. <laughs> so I'm sitting at the side of the, the gym on the, on the stage in the cafe gymatorium or whatever you call it <laughs> And the kids are, like, running laps in the gym, and they'd stop, like, show me how to do that. And I'm like, no. And then they'd, like, do a lap, come back. Well, at least show me the trick. I'm like, all right, cool, hold out your hand. 
wave my hands, and it's gone. Like, oh my god! They run a circle. I'm like, that was really cool. <laughs> run a circle. Come back. Tell me how you did it. Come back. We're not gonna kick your ass today, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so the, basically David Blaine made magic cool, and so then I was the mm-hmm. cool kid, and everybody wanted to see a magic trick. Holy shit, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you say that David Blaine made magic cool, uh, again, Yeah. Uh, I think that's like the, the renaissance of, of, you know, magic Chris Angel, and, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, Michael Carbonaro, those are like the three that I know offhand. Yeah, um, excellent reference. It's the same thing with Dane Cook. Yeah, you know the early two thousands, right? Yeah. Early two thousands. Dane Cook is is huge. He's making comedy relevant I was, again. I was just thinking about that dude like two days ago. I'm like, what happened to him? Oh, he's still doing comedy. Yeah, he's just he's um he's still in Los Angeles. Okay, uh, doing it out there at the Laugh Factory. It's nice. kind of his his club, his home yeah. base there. Nice. Um, yeah, but nah, enough about Dane. Okay, uh, well, that's good. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's still doing. Well, it. Let's get him on. I, I want to talk to. I him I would love it. to talk to him too. So I mean, because Dane really changed. Uh, comedy for me and, and that's how I got into it is that oh I can do Dane yeah and then um, as I started to learn it I went oh no 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 I can't do Dane right? I need to do Casey yeah and so I was doing Casey as Dane unfortunately and then I right. went oh, I gotta find my voice and I found my voice and, and now I, I'm yeah I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately me yeah, so. <laughs> well, you know, it's the hand you're dealt. I'm sorry. So this carries on for you. You, yeah. you do this. Um, it, this is your career. Yeah, I mean, you're you're a magician professionally, right? Yeah, I, ca- I call myself professional. I'm getting paid for it. Right. I yeah, mean, hey. it's uh, an amount that I'm happy with. So right. I mean, hey, you want to shit? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a comic, and and I mean, I say. I say I'm a professional amateur. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I I get paid for it, uh, but I'd like to get paid more. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm also just I, at this moment I'm not seeking out things as, as much as I should be. But yeah, yeah. Um, you you got the support from your parents. Yep. With this, I mean, it, what was that like? I, I'm not saying that. Well, like, I, I don't know what support from my parents are like. I, I'm getting the support now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, I'm kidding. <laughs> they listen only because they know in a few years you'll have to support them. Right. But uh, no. So I'm putting my parents at home. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they'll be fine. So it actually became to a point like the internet is now becoming a thing. Mm. And so when you search magic on the what's newly found internet, like you get all this like weird, dark, mystical stuff and I come from like a religious family you know and so instantly they're like what are you looking up who are you like what are you practicing (laughs) who's this Chris Angel (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, and so you know like that blew up a whole discussion of like what are you really doing like if you think I'm actually like this is one of those times where you're like porn (laughs) yeah that's it porn that's it that's all I'm doing leave me alone mom and Um, dad it's porn it's all porn (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah I don't know it, it, was, it was really a, an awkward moment to where like it was really hard to convince them that there's not a spiritual thing into what I'm doing yeah, like see, if you think I sacrificed a goat to be able to make that card go to my pocket like that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> like use some common sense here so I actually had to reveal a lot of the magic to my parents oh because really? they were like what are you practicing so did they so they really th- I mean, you said they were re- hardcore religious, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Catholic, Lutheran, uh, Christian, Christian. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my dad, was, my dad's actually a pastor. He owned a church, okay. so like it was. In I mean, house. they believe Jesus walked on water, but they can't believe you got that card <laughs> <laughs> into your yeah. pocket. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. So I mean, 
they, they are they're fully thinking that you are worshiping the beast yeah they think that you know I'm trying whatever it takes to be able to grow my skills and talents and whether they think it's real or not they don't want so me did, going down that path did they think it was real I mean there, I there's no gotta idea. be something there to I, 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 I mean I hate to like dog on your parents or no anything. there's got to be some sort of background where they do believe that you know if i saying... think if if somebody's super religious they're also like they also believe extreme in like satanism and all that other right, stuff as right. well so they believe that there's a heaven and a hell and a good and an evil mm-hmm. so whatever path i was going to to sell my soul to be able to do a card trick that's was what not t- on the good path yeah like yeah. jesus didn't do card tricks <laughs> <laughs> you don't know <laughs> Like, yeah, Jesus didn't. It worked. Yeah, he turned water into wine. Mom. Yeah, he stopped a war. He, could, he that dude could not pick up the rock. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but uh, eventually, it, was it by showing them how to do these tricks? I, yeah, I hate saying tricks. <laughs> well, it, I mean, but, it I mean, is. It is. Was it by doing these that they were like, all right, this is harmless? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, they still like monitored me, monitored me from a distance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there'd be times I'd be like on the internet scrolling, and you know, like old school dial up, like <laughs> like sitting there forever, and like I click something, they hear the click, and then it's silent, and then they're like, "Read what's on the screen," and I'm like, "Read what's on buffering." The <laughs> like it says buffering. What does that mean? What satanic <laughs> word is this? Like, I I don't know this word buffering. <laughs> I'm like, no, it means never mind. Dad, it's all. Yeah. So, like, they, they seriously Go was take concerned. some aspirin for your heart, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So, but they eventually turn in it, and they, they fully support it now, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They're not like, oh, geez. Yeah, right? Yeah. So. Uh, wow. So, uh,. Now I, I have to ask because you brought it up, so I'm yeah. sorry. We're gonna get personal. Sure. Uh, now, are, do you still follow the religion? Yeah, with, with yeah, that? absolutely, okay. absolutely. Cool. Um, and there's some controversy in it. Like it's, I mean, it doesn't really matter. What do you mean controversy? Explain. I'm uh, sorry. Being a magician, there's, a, I mean, basically, I'm a professional liar. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at what point... As are comics. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> With a little bit of truth. Yeah, there's a little bit of truth. Um, so if I'm basically up on stage lying to people what I'm doing, I mean, is that a thing... De- deceitful, basically. Mm-hmm. Am I deceiving somebody for my own benefit and profit? I'm like, no. People enjoy being fooled. That's what they're, they right, know. That's right. what I'm doing. It's like why people go to horror movies. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it based. And then there's the other side of it. Like, well, am I playing the part of a magician, or am I actually saying I have these supernatural powers where I could essentially create a religion off saying, "No, look, follow me, and you can do this. Look at the card float in the air." Yeah, you we, want to be able to do this. You, you could call it Nyantology. See, see, there's a, there's another one. There's another one. You're on fire. Nyantology. That one might actually stick. That one might stick. Oh man. Okay, Elron. <laughs> so, so that's really neat. I, uh, you're you're still affiliated with uh, with, with the church. And, yeah. And yep. That's really cool. And, and you've obviously found you know a, a way to to keep the magic going yeah. and whatnot and yep. uh, derive from, from that, the controversy piece to it. Right. Uh, do you believe in, in that kind of stuff, that, that supernatural... Um, so, of, of course, 
when I was younger, yeah. Like the the when the internet was fresh, I was learning magic and searching all these crazy things. Of course, it's like watching YouTube now. You'll watch, you know, a, a comedy line and end up watching something really crazy. It's just that rabbit hole wherever it right. leads you. Uh, so I remember it'd be like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm 16 years old, like staring at my hand, trying to get them to light up with hand chakras. <laughs> like, no, the website here says that if I study focus and like my lights and energies will go down my arms into my fingertips, and I'll create an energy ball and knock this stuff over. And I remember like practicing that, like I can do this. <laughs> you wanted to go super saiyan. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but of course now I'm just like whatever. Like that's all garbage. Um, and, and it's weird because uh, I'm a part of another podcast, uh, Macabre Grimoire, and it's funny because one of the persons on our... I'm sorry, you cannot share other podcasts. <laughs> okay. That's right, we'll censor that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Wait, we add, we'll advertise for them. What is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, say it, it again. It, what it, was it? It's, it's Macabre Grimoire. Macabre Grimoire? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's one of Robert's podcasts okay. that we started. Uh, basically, he's the fact finder and historian. I'm the magician, and then we have another girl who is a psychic or a medium, uh-huh. which I'm not saying that she's not, can't actually... I want to be on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Bring it on. I want to be... I, that just sounds amazing. Let's do it. Um, so basically, <laughs> I'm inviting talking. myself to other yeah, shows now. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're going. Uh, but basically, I can't disprove what she thinks she can do or says she can do, because I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. But on my end, it's fun because I'm like, okay, I'm the magician. Everything you're saying, I can recreate live right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got this fun like back and forth a little bit where we're can, still respectful. Of can her. you explain that? The, the, everything, uh, just use an example. Yeah, like, so the like things one, that she's saying you can recreate. So one of our... Um, or episode, or yeah. is that going to be... No, 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 no. No, no. it's not going to... No. Uh, so one of the things we talk about is... The allegiance of magicians yes, to come after you. yes. <laughs> Uh, so one of the episodes we talk about like dream interpretation mm-hmm. and astral projection, like being able to project your body and spirit and thoughts to somewhere else and live in that time mm-hmm. for a short period or whatever. And that's how she says that she can Isn't actually... Isn't that lucid dreaming? Yeah, basically. Wait, there, I mean, there's like eight stages of dreams or something that she was talking I about. Can, I, I can fall asleep and I can say I'm in a dream. I know I'm in a dream. Yeah. yeah. Type of thing. Uh, but it's also living in somebody else's like body or... Anything um, like that, or, okay, or, okay. or communicating with the dead in that mm-hmm. sense, because which you, I also do. Yeah, right. Uh. Um, that's what the Ouija board and all the candles are around us. Yes. Um, okay. I'm gonna need some blood. Yeah. Uh. So basically, when she says that, like, she might do like a cold reading on uh. somebody. Basically, say we're gonna. I feel this person is around you, and you know they're they're telling you these things. And does this sound mm-hmm. familiar? Basically, it's kind of like fishing for a person's response and then feeding off of that response and building with it. So if I were to go to you mm-hmm. and set like um, do like a cold reading or something okay. and say it was like a, with a tarot card. Okay. That's the most relevant thing. Um, so if I were to have you choose a tarot card and you chose the card death. That's the one I, I have in my hand right now. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> um, so now I say, okay, this card is personal to you because this is the card you just chose. Yeah. Now, death, a lot of people fear this card because they think it's the end of a life, but right. in fact, it actually means something else. It could be mean the end of a relationship or something that you're putting to death that you no longer want in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you start saying all these things and say, does this kind of sound familiar to you? So maybe there's something in your life that you no longer want to do or get rid of. And everybody has that thought. Everybody has that feeling there's something that they don't right. want to be doing anymore. So they say, yes, that sounds accurate. Like, and then you just keep building off of it. 
and saying, well, is this a personal thing? Is this with somebody you know? Is it a relationship? Mm -hmm. And then you just keep building and building and building to where it's so vague, but it feels so direct and personal to that person. Huh. Um, Wordplay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they say yes, then you say, okay, all right, yes, just feel that. Feel that. If they say no, be like, well, that's possible, but maybe this is going to be something in the future that you haven't thought of yet, and it'll reveal itself soon. Huh. Um, But she... she thinks that she's actually doing these things and are getting these intuitions and these feelings compared to where I just say oh, it's complete BS. Okay. Like, I, like I can recreate. Do you guys have that kind of relationship where you you say like, hey, I don't, I'm, I'm not in that? Because like again, if she listens to this, I don't want her to be no, like, Travis, absolutely. you fucking no, asshole. absolutely not. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's real or not. Right. Like, I'm trusting that what she feels is unique, something that I've never felt because I've never felt it mm-hmm. to be real. But I don't know what she's experiencing. So for me, I'm like, okay, you want to do that? I can do that too. Okay. So <laughs> like, anything you can do, yeah, right. Um, I taught myself how to cold read. Yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, it's that kind of like weird recreation of to where I can, I can read people well enough now mm-hmm. to just kind of know what they're thinking or what path they want to go down, and to make it personal for them, to make it feel more spiritual, I guess. Really. And so that's the kind of the weird thing about the the religious background. Like, how are you presenting yourself? Is it just a trick? Is it just a for show? Or are you telling people that you can actually do this? Because they will believe it. Um, there's a couple of routines that I do where every time I do it and I tell them it's not real, but if it were to be real, right. this is what it would be like. Like, they've been in tears at the end of it because it feels so personal to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, all of this is not real. Like, you can just breathe and calm down. Mm-hmm. But they're like, but how did you know this and this? And well, you told you me. told me, right? Yeah, but they don't remember that because they're so caught up into it emotionally. Huh. I I'm learning so much uh, <laughs> about this. That that's really cool to hear. Um, and it's scary <laughs> that I, I, that people can do that. I you know no I I mean I don't I don't think it. I don't find the fear in that. I mean, yeah. you know, when you uh, when you said the, the the card of death, yeah, you know what? Hey, I I am afraid of death. Like, I mean, yeah. I I will stay up, and yeah. I'll be like, isn't it weird that we all at the end of every day we all simulate death for eight hours? Like, right? Like, that shit bothers me. <laughs> well, I've never thought of that, so I won't be <laughs> I won't be sleeping tonight. No, I mean, I that for whatever reason that will keep me up at night. It's like it, it, it is that. Um, it's a. I could just not wake up, right? You know, it's like yeah. what? What is it after me? You know, it, right? Because we don't know. I mean, we we know what was before, right? You know, we have history in that, and so that like that's a weird thing for me, right? And, uh, and I think that's like part of the reason why I'm so I have such high anxiety because I'm like any minute now, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. My number's up. <laughs> So going back to the, the, the supernatural aspect mm-hmm. of things, um, you personally don't believe in the supernatural. Not No, not really. Like no ghosts or anything no, like that? No, I don't. There's, just, the religious side of me, I believe there's like spiritual presence and stuff like that, but not like just, oh, grandma didn't make it yet. She's still wandering around, like okay. knocking over dishes. <laughs> so when, when you say the spiritual side of things... Yeah, like... Know, or, uh, or more the spiritual the, presence. Yeah, mainly just like emotional. Um, like that internal part of us, like our soul essentially that keeps us... 
I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. <laughs> you haven't found it. You let I don't have go. one of those. You're like, be free. <laughs> I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All comics, we don't have souls. We uh, sold ours a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, meaning, like, emotional awareness, I guess. Uh, so, are, are you saying that, like, if I, if, or I'd want to say me because I don't know if, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I think they're ghosts. I like, I think sure. that could be a thing. Like I've experienced some things where I don't have an answer to. So yeah. it's like, that's to me, that's the most logical reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love watching paranormal shows because it's like, Oh, that's, that's fake. That's yeah. fake, you know? And, and whatnot. Yeah. But then like, I've experienced stuff where I'm like, maybe. <laughs> right. But are you saying that uh, a reason I might become overwhelmed with, um, sadness looking at uh, a card or something or or hearing a, a song it could be um, a spiritual presence of a relative or a friend or yeah just a, not like a physical orb of light floating right, right. around you I get that yeah like but, just more of like the emotional side of it like the memory and you know like what that person meant to you that makes that makes sense to me but yeah I mean I don't know if I would to me personally I, I, I'm not I'm not trying to trash on anything I wouldn't yeah. call that a spiritual presence I would yeah. just call that a memory yeah absolutely and, to tell you the truth yeah but, but and, th- again that's me yep so. and the only reason we're I'm, no longer friends I say <laughs> the only reason I say it that way is because of my church background right. Um, that without a soul, you wouldn't have any remorse or anything right. like that type of right. thing. And so then that's what a spiritual is. Your You're picking soul. up on a lot of things about my, my religious <laughs> background. <laughs> with me talking, yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, okay, we're going to put the cross down. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, get unco- I get uncomfortable going. Good, good. Let's good, put you good. in a comfortable thing. I want to see Casey in that position. I know, I squirm. Uh, <laughs> the, the last time I went to full-fledged church was after the Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> and that was because I, 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 I said, I was like, God, if there is one, like, if you let the Cubs win, I'll go to church tomorrow. I'm like, I don't know what I have to do. I'm like, because I'm going to die before they win another, uh, before they win one. He spent all his miracles on that one. Yeah, exactly. All right, oh, yeah. So we have famine in Africa. Yeah. But uh, I showed up to church, and I'm like, I'm wearing my Cubs jersey, I'm wearing my Cubs hat. (laughs) I showed up, and, like, everybody knew. They're like, this guy, he's only here because he made a deal with the the big guy upstairs. I was like... If there's a big guy upstairs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like he's the landlord, right. I've never had to pay rent. <laughs> yeah. In the background, all the guys are going to be like, they won because of him. They <laughs> but, won because of him. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't do church for, for other reasons, sure. obviously. Yeah. But I mean, uh, church has always just felt comical to me. Yeah. Um, and, and not at it, not in a <laughs> sense, right. in a funny, odd to me. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, and so basically it is. If it looks fun, don't do it. Right, <laughs> you know that's the Catholic yeah. religion. Yeah, um, like roller coasters. They're like, yeah. oh, especially <laughs> roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we never went to Disney when I was a kid. Uh, they're like, yeah, roller coasters bad. Um, 
but uh, uh, there would always be stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Yeah, you know, I thought we were gonna bust out in a chair. I've been to a point. Catholic <laughs> wedding before. Now it's crazy. Oh yeah, they're like four hours. Yeah, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, on. <laughs> and peace be with you. Yeah. Like, let's roll. I'm like, look, if this doesn't wrap up soon, I'm gonna be asking you to nail me to that. Yeah, thing. right. So. <laughs> All kidding, all kidding. I don't want to make uncomfortable because I, I can go there um, right. with those things. <laughs> um, but you, uh, I, I want to stay on the supernatural subject because it, it intrigues me a lot because you, yeah. you were just doing a... Uh, the I have the ticket here. It was the Houdini show. Yeah, Magician um, Among the Spirits. Yes, yeah. So, uh, and you spoke um, so eloquently about it. Yeah. And uh, being able to channel, and I say that with quotes, and, yeah. and Houdini's way of doing it was what? Going to towns and like looking at the obits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking like, at the obit pages or, or walking around in a cemetery. Cemetery like, looking at who passed on dates. dates. And yeah, yeah. Find out people like that. And, uh, you know, nine times out of ten, that if that person had just lost somebody, they aren't going to a magic show the next day. Right. Like they're mourning. So he basically took advantage of that and would pretend to contact this person which nobody in the audience knew mm -hmm. because of course those people are mourning and would everybody thought that he was channeling the dead through his wife uh, who would be right there on stage and pretending to moan and wail and yeah. everything else and be overtaken by the spirit right um, and then I'd mentioned that show also until eventually one day somebody was in the audience and Basically, Houdini realized that he had wrecked that person right. by, and was caught and called out as a fraud and everything else because that person basically said, you know, you're... And he still had a career after that. I know, I... yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, news didn't travel very fast back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like by horse, and if it's anything like Red Dead Redemption 2, that horse hit a tree. Yeah, so... right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, so yeah, uh, he basically kind of quit doing mm -hmm. that style of show for that reason because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like a lot of magicians, they do magic to kind of make people believe the impossible could be possible. Uh -huh. And basically he found out by doing that type of show and pretending to contact the dead, he was doing more harm than good, so mm -hmm. he just quit doing it. So uh, does it upset you when you see... Or not comics. <laughs> when you see uh, other magicians or other acts um, channel spirits or, or uh, you, you know, know say when, they can communicate. Yeah. So a few years ago, um, I can't remember, like Trisha or Teresa or something, Caputo. Okay. Uh, oh, like yeah. The Long Island Medium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she came to the Premiere Center uh -huh. and did like a full show there where people could sign up and then she picked yeah, like five or six stupid. people. And I'm yeah. like, and they're doing readings on stage. And I'm like, I really want to go just to heckle this show. All of this is staged. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really want to go. Like, of course, I'm like, I'm not going to pay a ticket for that if I get in for free. Sure. <laughs> but I really want to go to it. And then afterwards, do like this whole video thing, like saying, this is how she did it. Like, this is mm -hmm. not real. Mm -hmm. Like, let's recreate it. And basically do that to prove to people. And you're that, like, that bitch is yeah. making millions of dollars and I'm fucking here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All because there's the difference of me saying it's magic. All because she's she got an accent. She's... Yeah. Can you believe <laughs> it? That's what you got to do, Travis. You got to get that uh, long <laughs> Nyland accent going. You're on a roll, man. What was that, four now? Four? I think so. <laughs> Uh, oh, at least lot. we're recording it so I can play it back and write this uh, down. You're gonna see my Facebook status change when I get home. Holy shit! I'm gonna laugh. My, I'm gonna laugh so hard if you do that. <laughs> I I do want to see. I do want to see the 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 magic of Travis not turn to <laughs> the Church of Matt or or the magic of Nyantology. I want to see that. I think that would. I think that would be so funny. Yeah, I'll. I'll do I want. It. I want some of the proceeds. For that shirt because that is that is such a good enough you can have them all give them to charity or something yes yes and i feel like like tom cruise should back this oh yeah uh, mark Wahlberg is gone <laughs> tom cruise is back oh my god you should totally do that make a shirt that says the magic of nyantology and have tom cruise wearing it that would be fucking fantastic holy shit i'll tag him on twitter I will be like, you know this guy? <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> Everybody's wearing you wearing oh your shirt. Oh my God. I just want to see. The, I just I just think it would be funny to have the Church of Scientology attack you. <laughs> like, all right, let's you're go. Like, you're like, look, like these tricks, you're not real. <laughs> so, uh, Apparently it, Trump is a part of that group. I yeah, know. right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's just a mess. <laughs> We're going to build a wall around Travis. <laughs> I still think I'm, I'm still laughing at the church of Nyantology. I'm doing uh, it. Okay. I love it. I want to see it. I'm going to create a separate page just for that. Oh, it's see how many no, people like, I want to create something like, let's do a movement. Like I'm going to be on a billboard on the news of people hating me. Oh, so. it, oh my God. Man, then you know how I feel. I need one. I need one piece of controversial thing. To go I will. I will follow. I will. Follow. I will yes. be your first follower. I want to be the David Miscavige of Nyantology. <laughs> <laughs> All that. of a sudden, people are like, "Where's Abby?" <laughs> we don't speak that. Yeah, right. I'm paying off cops in Sioux Falls. <laughs> like, oh, nobody touched it. her. Yeah. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Leah Remini is just like, now we're gonna back the, we're gonna get right? these guys. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, it could, it could spawn in like a whole series, man. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix will pick that up. <laughs> Aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> Aftermath with Casey Gus. Scientology, <laughs> man. Holy shit. <laughs> You've been a crazy like local guy. Like, yeah. I see the goddess. <laughs> It all happens so fast. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a flash flood warning. Oh, no, the next thing I know, there goes my couch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with with doing... Uh, with, with doing these tricks, doing these illusions, uh, you've got a family. Yep. Uh, what do they think of it? Uh, they love it. I mean, my wife's always been supportive. Yeah. Um, she, she likes me just... Not out of the being, house. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She likes not being the guinea pig anymore. Like, hey, honey, check this out. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um, and then my son is five, and so now he's like... Is trying. he really now? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, so he's like trying to copy me and like ready to go to my shows. Like, nope, it's not time yet. <laughs> but soon, so I'm excited. Give it a couple more years, and I'll probably put him on stage and at least be a part of the show somehow, so... That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, so 
My kids are six and seven right now. So they got like ten more years before you can put them on stage. They've got ten more years before they would will get the jokes that I say. (laughs) Um, But then they'll be so outdated. That's lame, Dad. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I am not looking forward to the. My, I'm sure my kids already think I'm lame. Yeah. But. I mean, your your child is five, you know, your son's yeah. five, and I mean, there's, I'm sure there's, like, wonder Yeah, still. magic wonder is real magic to him right real. now. Like, it's well, great. It, it's real, right? Magic's yeah, real. I mean, yeah, it's real to everybody, <laughs> but to him especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great. Like, even the simplest trick, just seeing him, like, because, of course, now he's starting to get a vocabulary. Right. He's kind of a jerk sometimes. Um, Most kids are. Yeah. All kids are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll do a trick. He's like, what? You gotta be kidding me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I know you know what's behind my hand. Like, yeah, so it's it's fun. And then he'll just run out and just randomly have some of my stuff, which I don't mm. really appreciate. But he tries right. to do magic with it. So I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, my, my kids aren't trying my, trying jokes. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're not telling jokes or anything. So that's really cool. I, I mean, do you look at it as um, when you were growing up, you were, I, I don't know if it was idolizing, but you were following David Blaine or you were following, I, who, who were the magicians? Yeah, so the, the true inspiration into my magic is Houdini, uh, right? Later in life. Later in life. Originally, I uh, was a magician off that World's Greatest Magic TV show uh-huh. uh, that I had watched prior to me practicing all these tricks. The Amazing Jonathan. Yes. Are you serious? No. But oh he's man, great. I love him. He he's was great. great. Yeah, rest um, in peace. Yeah, he was fantastic. I, uh, I was pumped when he came out of his little slump there and started doing like a touring show, yeah. but then canceled it short and just didn't yeah. make it. Yeah, so, I know. That was that was a big big deal in magic when he started performing again. Yeah, he was yeah. he was uh, pretty fantastic. I'm sorry to, to no, absolutely. Uh, the, the point I was getting at it, before you you say who who idolizes you. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be pretty cool to have a, a kid being like. My dad. Yeah. My, my dad is, is is the magician I idolize. Yeah, right? I hope. So. Um, yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but no, for me, it was uh, Lance Burton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did, like, all the dove magic and candles and stuff. And what stood out to me that was a little bit different, uh, and it's weird looking back at it now because I didn't realize it then, but I appreciated his performance because all the other magicians on there was... <clears throat> telling jokes, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, Why do you say that? <laughs> there was some tone to that. Uh, uh, doing card tricks, stuff like that. Like telling people, like, okay, now pick a card, or this is now going to disappear and go over here. Like they were telling their audience what to do and what was going to happen. But when Lance performed, there was no words. It was just music. Uh-huh. So it was like, okay, what's he doing? Here's this handkerchief, the silk. Oh my god, where did that bird come from? So you're kind of interpreting it all for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea what's going to happen until it actually happens, which makes it even more impossible. Hmm. Um, because now you're not looking to see, okay, he's taking this and he's going to have me pick a card, so I'm guessing he's going to find it later. It's like, no, there's a, a glove. What's that glove going to do? Like, how is it relevant? Nothing. It's just a glove. Oh my god, it's a bird. Um, so it's like completely spontaneous. You have no idea what's going to happen. out of a plastic thumb. Yes, very <laughs> tiny bird, uh, and he went, <laughs> blew it up. Um, but no, seeing that happen, like to the music and stuff, is a little bit more poetic, I guess. Uh, it was actually a performance, and so like that was the first time I felt like I seen real magic. Like that was like I was like, oh my god, that's amazing, 
And then when that Victor kid showed me a magic trick, that was that same exact feeling because mm-hmm. that was the first time I seen a really good magic trick live in person. And so I felt like when I recreated Victor's magic trick to my parents, then I was that Lance Burton. Like, I was recreating that, oh, my God, how did you do that moment? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's kind of stood out with me. And for the longest time, I mean, I actually did doves and stuff like that, you know, like the manipulation, billiard balls, everything like Mm -hmm. that, all the magic, uh, because that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be Lance Burton. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was literally trying to carbon copy his performance and then the same thing, like you said, like, no, I don't need to be Lance, I need to be Travis. And I really had to tear apart what stood out to me about his performance. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, the the walking you through what was going to happen, or even like the birds. It was people just need to understand on their own what's happening in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. people are smarter than you think they are, give them credit. And well. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I talk about this in my own show, like when I'm actually performing, because I just did a show at the Pavilion mm-hmm. for uh, kids in the Science Center, and I told them, like, the science behind magic is me not saying I'm pouring water in this cup. I don't need to tell you that. You automatically assume that's what I'm doing because that's what you're seeing. And then the water disappears, and now you're wanting to know where it went, and you think that's the trick, but now the cup isn't even actually a cup. It's just a roll of tape. What? Yeah. Okay. What? And so that's like the extra <laughs> kicker at the end that they're like, hold on. While you're explaining all that, you're saying what you're doing. Exactly. But uh, it's uh, misdirection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah. So they think like, oh, okay, yeah, he's right. Yeah. I don't need to tell it. So I basically leave my audience up to interpret what I'm doing on their own, and I use that against them. <laughs> so like oh okay cool he's got a you know a you're a jedi yeah uh. <laughs> yeah so you know i mean that's i think that's what i like most about it like basically um like i honestly think i could be a marketing genius because i know how to people think on it mm-hmm. and i know like okay they're gonna see this and interpret this but if i could flip that on them to use it against them it's gonna catch them completely off guard and yeah just totally blow their mind so it's cool, man. Uh, yeah, it, I kind of scare myself how much like I can read people, uh-huh. but I just haven't found out how to use it in the real world. <laughs> in magic, I can perform and lie to people all day and fool the pants off of them. Really? But, I, I mean, I, so you say that, but is there is there a hard group? Is is there is there a group of people that you? don't like performing for kids kids oh well i mean okay besides kids because as a as a comic i just did a show a couple weeks ago um in a (laughs) i did a show in a club a nightclub that was attached to a strip club okay and everybody who came in i I mean south dakota is a conservative yeah state you know everybody's a republican unfortunately no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) they don't they won't get that joke (laughs) Um, <laughs> at least, not, at least not your listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, the Republicans don't laugh. Uh, <laughs> again. That's what I ended up having to say to them because, like, every single bit. I, I mean, I wasn't even doing anything uh, remotely political or anything like yeah. that. It just got to the point where they were so reserved, yeah, and so conservative, yeah, that this isn't funny for them. This, this right. isn't this isn't that so i mean it was a very hard show like even to the point where if, if i made that when i made that comment like oh you guys are republicans you don't laugh at anything i get it right you know nothing yeah. to the point where now they're offended right at the comment so that's a crowd i hate yeah. i hate the people who aren't 
open-minded open-minded and just just, like relax yeah yeah so who are those for you i mean seriously a hundred percent without a doubt it's kids for the simple reason that kids think they know everything yes this is and when i say okay i'm gonna do this trick blah blah there it is and be like oh that's not real or i know where that went Mm -hmm. it's in your pocket it's like shut up like so you do kids shows for the paycheck yeah There's a saying in magic, if you want to make, you do kids shows to get rich, you do adult shows because you like them. Right. Because there's so many people who want a magician for a kid's party, but I will not do them. Mm -hmm. Like, if I do one, like, I've done parties, kids' birthday parties in their own home, and I refuse to do them anymore. Yeah. Because they're so uncontrollable in their own home. Like, I have to say no. Because this is my my joint. Yeah. (laughs) You're on my turf. Yeah. (laughs) This is my birthday. Yeah. And that is my bathroom. And of course, they have a whole pack of an army (laughs) behind them of their friends. (sighs) But (laughs) I'm having PTSD here. So, so, yeah, it's great because if I can get them out of their place into, like, a venue or something like that, and then they're ready to have fun. Yeah. and they still question it, and kids are loud and obnoxious, and you know, yeah. whatever. So they're the ones that aren't afraid to just in the middle of the trick be like, "That's not real thumb!" Like, shut <laughs> up! Like now everybody sees it. <laughs> Throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. I'd yeah. Like, all right, fuck that. I, I at that moment I would just be like, "All right, we're getting into the dirty stuff." Yeah. Right. <laughs> like these kids are about to learn four letter words that begin with F. Yeah. Right? Fork. Funk, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to keep going, Mom, Dad? Uh, but yeah, so adults are great because they are so close-minded that they think that they know it all. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, I'm prepared for that. Hmm. Uh, like, I am now like, okay, if you think that I just made your card disappear, I haven't done that yet. Is it because we're, we'll be respectful and let the thing happen and, uh, while the the kids won't or a little bit but i mean i even have adults who heckle a little Mm -hmm. bit and like that person at that moment when they say something that is out of line they shouldn't say during a normal performance whether they're drunk or whatever Mm -hmm. i will call them up on stage in that moment yeah and be like i want you to come up here because we're going to do this together because you think you figured it out okay now I know what to do to get on stage with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so basically when that person's up there, like, how do you think I did it? And then they'll explain it to me. I'm like, let's do it together. And you watch for that. And so I always have multiple ways of doing the same trick. So that way it's just a really slap in the face and be like, get off my stage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As he's sitting down. Yeah, right? And so it's great. And then that goes back to the flashback, like recalling that joke throughout the rest of the show and making that heckler guy feel like an idiot the rest of the show. Right, right, yeah. And the rest of the audience is on board because they know he was disrespectful. And we kind of have a similar tactic. I mean, we we would never, uh, as a comedian, bring... You know, a heckler up on stage. I mean, it's yeah. not worth it. Then we're we're, we're you know, playing into them at that point. Yeah, so yep. it, it, yeah. That can go south really fast. I and mean, every comic wants to go. You know, just come up here and, and see how hard this is. Yeah, you, right. You jackass. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what what's the? Uh, I mean, we're we're at about a. An hour twenty-five. You feeling good? Yeah, absolutely. You keep keep going. Yeah, or, let's do it. Okay, all right, all right. We'll we'll go for a little bit longer. <laughs> I know it's getting a little late. Um, what's the the best show that you've ever had as a as a magician? Um, you know, I 
think every performer aims for that standing ovation. Uh-huh. That's like the, the the thing that you know you did a good show. Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of a sad moment for me as well <laughs> because like I try to film all of my shows. I used to pay somebody to come with me to film, and now I just set it up on a tripod. Uh, but I did a re- uh, high school reunion for like the class of '78, I yeah. think. And they, they were all high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a great show. Um, they appreciate because I try to add some history and all that mm-hmm. stuff in my yep. shows a little bit, and they loved it. Um, it was a great show, and I got that standing ovation, and I was so excited. I'm like, yes, I got it on camera, and I went back to watch it, and the camera had drooped, and all you see is like ankles shift and oh. knees stand up. <laughs> I was like, no! But it was the best show. It was. And I still posted that video on Facebook. Like, you can see it. It's not making it in any promo video, but they all stood up. <laughs> like, they might have been leaving, but they were still clapping. <laughs> they had to get up at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's great. I mean, anytime... Uh, I don't know what it's like for a comedian, but for a magician... The goal is every time you get a show to try to get a rebooking during that show. Yeah. Uh, basically, somebody in the audience always wants to talk to you after the show, right. and then you just really try to build that relationship. And if I can get a booking, then I know it was a good show. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we we want to get we want to get rebooked. Yeah. Well, I assume I mean, you weren't just a one hit wonder. Like that's it. All right. I'm see you out of here. You know, like that's my time. Yeah. Uh, forever. Yeah. Uh, no, we want to get rebooked too. Um. I, me personally, it's not about the it's not about the standing ovation. What it, yeah, I, I think it is the 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 satisfaction that I made people laugh. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Or or it, I find it really hard. Is there there's parts of me that um, there are certain individuals like the people I work with who know I'm a comic, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're always expecting me to, to be on and be funny so I, I always feel like I have to be somewhat animated because then the comedy is just going to come from being am- animated right. all the time Yeah. Um, but then there's another part of me like uh, I, I'm going to use this because we haven't talked about this on my show yet but uh, I, I was fortunate enough to uh, do a guest spot for Jeremy Piven Mm-hmm. Uh, from Entourage, uh, okay, Ari okay, Gold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Cusack's best friend. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, we go yeah, back. We John. go way back. Hey, John. Uh, he, really cool guy. First off, I'll, I'll just say that. So, uh, really cool guy. Um, uh, lots of respect for for Jeremy, and, and uh, I, I wish him uh, all the luck in, in stand-up comedy. I think he's. Uh, an absolute fabulous person and uh, a very funny guy too. I mean, yeah. he's he's certainly making strides, jumping into stand-up comedy, and I, I think he's going to do very well. Um, you know, and he's going to do well on his name alone, but I think his right. comedy itself is is really good. Yeah, and uh, he gave me seven minutes. And uh, I just sent out a tweet, you know, yeah. seven minutes. And I mean, I swear to God, it's like half an hour before the show and I get a notification that yeah. you got your shot <laughs> immediately. Like I lose every source of material I've ever written, <laughs> come up with. I'm like, holy fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to, I am going to fail. This is miserable. I am with coworkers. We're in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Helium Comedy Club, an established club. Like I want to be in. I'm like I want to do well. I want to. I'm like I'm calling. Yeah. Like my dad is supportive. He's like you're gonna do great. I call yeah. my wife and she's like don't fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, send me my notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like ah. I, I would call my mom, but she'd be like who? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I get back there. I get in the green room and I'm sitting there, 
and uh, this is where I'm looking for this validation, you know, and, and I'm sitting down with the MC and we're just talking and I'm like, I, I go, the, I, it's been a long time since I've ever been nervous. Yeah. Since I've been nervous. And I'm like, I've, I've lost all my material. I'm trying to write it down. And it's like, there's my, my set list I was coming up with. And uh, he's like, dude, you're a comic. You got this. I'm like, yeah, you're right, but you don't understand. <laughs> right. I'm like, I I asked for this from Jeremy. Like, I can't yeah. fuck up. All yeah, right. right. And so uh, I'm like, and I've got people out there who know that I do this. Yeah. I can't fuck up. Yeah. And so about five minutes before I hit the stage, all of a sudden I'm like, ice in my veins, you know. I'm yeah. Like, Shit, I know this. I'm a stand-up comic. Yeah. I'm Michael Jordan. I It's game six. I'm not letting this go to game yeah, seven. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I go out there and I crush it. Yeah. I mean, I crushed it. And that was the that was what I needed. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that I go out there every time is that I make people laugh. I'm not looking for that, that standing ovation. I'm out there because I want to make... Those seven minutes, those seven minutes, those individuals forgot yeah. everything that's happening in their life. Yeah. They forgot who our president is. No. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot every horrible thing that, that's happened to them for, for yeah. seven minutes. Um, and that is why I do comedy, yeah. is to change, or, or not change, but to help people um, forget about the negative for yeah. just a little bit, even if it's seven minutes, even if it's, you know, this, this 90 minutes that we've had, you know, right. that, that, that we're, we've been talking, it's to help, uh, to forget about yeah. the bad. Yeah. That's really what it is for me. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of goes back to that 14 year old kid being able to make my parents yeah. like lose it. Like that's, that was my drive at that time to just keep doing it. So. I mean, it, it, getting the validation from, from parents is, that's never going to go away. You know, that it's, I mean, I'll I'll text my dad and my stepmom a joke, you know, and they'll, they'll laugh or I'll say something, you know, that I think is, is hysterical. Yeah. You know, the fact that they're laughing at it, I'm like, all right. Okay, cool. This is good. I like this. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Every joke is, you know. Every joke, it's hit or miss. Like, this could be the one. (laughs) (laughs) Travis, do you have any rope with you? No. (laughs) So, (laughs) a long rope, a short rope, and a medium rope. (laughs) Any of them. (laughs) How do you make it one giant rope? I've seen you do it. (laughs) Give me that guy. Oh, uh, I, I want. I said that we were gonna have a moment where 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 you did something, and I was gonna walk people through it and, and try and figure it out. Um, yeah. Because I still want to do that, but I I, I want to continue to ask um, more questions. I just like where this is going. Um, what's the worst show? I have an idea <laughs> in my head because I was there. Yeah. Uh, but what's the worst show? Yeah. Um, which one are you thinking of? I, I'm thinking of the one, um, the the Spirit Among Us show, mm-hmm. um, where I showed up, yeah. that I came, and I brought uh, two of my best friends with me, and one of them... <laughs> One of them took the front seat with the card actu- on the bottom. Of I it. actually enjoyed that. You did okay. I thoroughly oh, good. It's gonna clear that. the air because he feels so bad. No, <laughs> like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like that is great. 
Well, the funny thing is, is that um, we're, we're out in the, the little waiting area, and yeah. um, I, I took it upon myself. To, I'm like, I'm going to entertain these people here. Yeah. And so I'm making jokes. I'm like, I go, wouldn't it be hilarious? And, and I'm finding out some of these people know yeah. you, yeah. and some of them are magicians, which is neat. You yeah. know? And, and all of them, for whatever reason, they brought somebody who's really into magic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Like, that's negative. That, like, <laughs> don't bring people who's interested in yeah. magic to a magic show. Yeah. What do you but, do? Uh, everybody had some sort sort of connection to to magic yeah. um you know like there were some teenagers there like yeah my first thing was a card trick or whatever but i took it upon myself to entertain these people yeah. and i said uh wouldn't it be hilarious you know if if travis is in this room with us right now and all of a sudden <laughs> you know the lights go on and boom he's the couch <laughs> yeah, <You know>? right. <laughs> like, yeah i was here the entire time <laughs> now i know all your secrets he's all in cushions <laughs> yes. like, i got you um so uh, before i get into before i get into the further parts of that story yeah um have you ever just wanted to like appear out of nowhere? Like yeah, like I is think that it, something you're working on? Well, I think all really good magicians at some point during a show have started in the audience. Okay, like where they just walk in and sit down. You started that person. with all good magicians have started. <laughs> yeah, like well, like all the ones that you hear about. <laughs> uh, I haven't done it. I mean, I I have a, a theater show that I do, you know, throughout the spring and stuff yep. like that, and occasionally in the fall. Uh, where I actually travel the show, and I've always wanted to be like, I just want to start in the audience and know, like the people next to me have no idea that yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that would be great. Like that'd be my awesome appearance. But as far as like the illusion of me actually disappearing and reappearing or reappearing somewhere, that doesn't really interest me too much. Interesting. I mean, it's not. It's magical, but it's not believable. Okay. And I like my stuff, even though, like, I, I admit, even during my show, that this is all sleight of hand type yeah. thing. But how did you know my card? <laughs> like, yeah. there's always still that one little piece that's like, wait like, a minute. Like, and I thought that was really cool about the show, is yeah. that you were being completely honest. You're like, yeah. Look, these are all tricks. Like, yeah. none of this is real. And if you believe that it's real, like, then you kind of get checked. Yeah, know? right. You know, and I, I thought that was really cool. And, it, yeah. and it, you know, and I'm not saying that, that you shouldn't believe in that kind of thing. Yeah. I just, I, I just think that there are some things that are just so far-fetched that there, there's an explanation. Yep. And if I come out on stage, I 100% believe if I come out on stage, and play that person of everything you're about to see is real, like, and actually yeah. try to, like, read somebody's mind and think their thoughts and play that person, people are going to be skeptical throughout the entire yeah. show. But if I come out and say, everything you see is BS, like, we're going to have fun, but you're still going to get the pants pulled off you, they're now on my side and want to see a good yeah, show. Yeah. So it's basically, and that's why, no matter if it's an adult show or a kid show, I start every routine with that three rope trick mm -hmm. because it's like my scripted and rehearsed introduction, mm -hmm. and it's a, still a kid's trick. Yeah. Uh, but everybody loves it. Like I don't come out there and say like, "Poof, that's amazing." <laughs> like no, like yeah, but where did the lighter fluid come from? Yeah, like this, this, this is just the kind of fun we're gonna have. Like it's not gonna be anything cool. And then once they're really laid back and they're not trying to call me out on something, then that's when they let their guard down and my show kind of goes right. up a little bit. Okay, and no, I, and I I got the sense of that, and I, I yeah. really like that. But yeah. um, going back, um, so Jeremy and my buddy, uh, yeah. and, and his wife, and I were at the show, and 
we're entertaining the people. We're 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 joking around. I well, I'm joking around. Yeah. They're, they're throwing some things in there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to give them any credit for yeah. the hilarity that ensued. So I I like warmed up your act or sure, warmed up I your crap for you. It. I feel like I should give you a cut. <laughs> no, no, no. Whatever you can free give tickets, is fine. Uh, <laughs> whatever you can offer is yeah. fine. Uh, uh, and. Uh, Jeremy, we started talking to them and joking around, and one of them said, yeah, hey, we saw I saw David Copperfield, and that's really what got me into it. And then Jeremy goes, well, I saw David Copperfield too, and I actually accidentally ruined his show. And, <laughs> yeah, okay. So See, you, I didn't know this. So this you, la- you laugh because you know what happens. Yes. <laughs> so Jeremy begins to tell the story of, he's like, my mom bought us tickets for Christmas to see David Copperfield as a family. So we went and saw him and we sat down in our seats and um, I sat down and there was a bell under my seat. And I said, oh no, this isn't happening. And so he kicked the bell under the, <laughs> under the, I, I, can't, I don't know if anybody heard that because I dove under the microphone, but he kicked the bell underneath the chair in front of him. So David is doing this, uh, this trick. And he comes out and he comes to grab the bell and the bell's not there. (laughs) And he's like standing crotch to Jeremy's face. The bell's not there. And he's like, oh no, where's the bell? The bell. Oh shit. The bell is gone. And Jeremy's like, it's in front of you. And you just ruin the joke or ruin the trick. (laughs) Ruin the trick. Yeah. So he tells us that we all laugh. We all think it's hilarious. We get in there and obviously you sold out the room. You had standing room only. And so we decided to grab more chairs. You even said grab more chairs. Jeremy thought, I'll just grab a chair from the front. Nobody (laughs) wants to sit in the front. Everybody's so trepid to sit in the front. It's like a comedy show. Jeremy grabs one of the chairs right in the front on the corner, sits down. And then you're, (laughs) I, what you're about an hour into your hour and a half show. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were pretty close. And you're doing the the tarot cards. Yep. And you've got uh, I, I'm not like revealing anything. No. The, the the cards were under the chairs. Yep. And so everybody was lined up, and so you, uh, it wasn't staged or anything like that. Right. But you had five individuals. You had or you had five chairs, and so these five individuals were now part of your your act. Yeah. Un, unknowingly. Right. And they all stand up, and you know like. One person doesn't have it. The next two, three have it, have a card. Yep. One person doesn't have it. Then the next two have it. <laughs> and and everything's <laughs> shifted. And so all of the cards are shifted and incorrectly. Wrong. And everything's wrong. Everything should be down a person. Yeah. And then Jeremy goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he leans under his chair. And there's the envelope with, like, the love tarot card. Strength. And he's like, I, the strength. I, he's have like strength. I have strength. And I'm like... Oh, I told you not to embarrass us, Jeremy. Oh my God, you just ruined Travis' show, and I like I felt bad the re- the the next half hour, forty five minutes of your show, I felt horrible. I was like, oh shit, he ru- Jeremy ruined his show, and like we wanted to leave. <laughs> I, I like I mean I was gonna stop it like I think when we walked by I'm like hey I'll get you on the podcast and then I like left because I, like, I could not talk to you about it right? so I'm like oh I'm so sorry so uh, tell me what's going what what happened okay so two examples in this moment that we had already talked about yes one I did call back that joke of him having strength another time in the show Yes, yeah okay. later on so yep, yeah yep. if something goes wrong it's now a joke throughout the show yes. deal with it. But I also had an out because I ended up using the last two people 
who actually were, had the only two, two correct, correct cards. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, great. I only need a couple people, and this worked with you. So you were going to be the ones I use for my next trick. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I wouldn't have used those people for my next trick. I would have chose somebody else. Right. But I have to come up with a reason on the spot why it only worked for two people. Right. So that was my out. And honestly, that was my favorite of out, out of all the shows that I did. Yes. <laughs> so honestly, it was because I love rolling with that spon- spontaneous <sighs> moments that it makes everything feel more organic. And I, and I like that about the show because then it, that's when it actually becomes more real. Like, there's no way he could have planned that because that dude took the chair. Like, how did those two people were the only ones that were right and that next trick right. worked on them? Like, I, I see I see your point now. And I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, I yeah. felt so bad. I felt like, we ruined the show. <laughs> like, I can never talk to Travis again. I love the fact that one, the Copperfield, he tried to avoid being the person, and the second one, he chose to be the, be the person. person. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you get. Like, I can't, I, karma. I'm going to see him in a couple of weeks, so I, I can't <laughs> wait to, to tell him that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, before we get into the, the, the illusions of the yeah. tricks, um, what's the worst show? I know I said I assumed it was mine, but yeah. it obviously wasn't. It was your best show. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You know, I've I've had a couple shows that just didn't go as planned. Like, the audience just really wasn't into it type of thing. Um, I think my worst show, and it wasn't because of my performance or even the people there, but in order for my stuff to be somewhat enjoyable and believable, there's a buildup. Like, yeah. people have to understand the type of magic that I do and yeah. the, my personality on stage. And I have to win an audience before I show them the good stuff, I yeah. guess. Um, so I actually did a thing for uh, the Supercon fundraiser at Bosses. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a couple comedians that were there. And then I went on and did some magic. And I did, like, a couple stunt things, whatever. But it had to be so rapid fire in a short amount of time. Yeah. I didn't get that opportunity to win the audience a little bit. And plus, after going from comedy to, now watch this. Mm-hmm. like It's kind of like that emotional shift mm-hmm. that they didn't really get. And why I think everybody enjoyed the things I did, it just, for me personally, it's like, well, okay, that's It wasn't done. as impactful. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, yep, showboat a couple things, leave, done. That's it. It wasn't anything that I'll mm-hmm. ever really talk about. Right. So, so that 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 leaves me with another question: yeah. Is that do you do you prefer just to to be a I, I don't want to say a joint act because that's not what it is, yeah. but do you just prefer to do a solo show? It's only me. You're not having a a feature act open and and warm the crowd or anything like yeah. that. Or um, I think I mean, so you know, I like to do a little bit of in, intelligent magic. I guess I like to tell a story. I like yeah. to create a moment. Uh, for people to experience rather than just rapid firing sh- mm-hmm. tricks. Um, so I don't have a problem with somebody opening my show, and I've had people come in and do opening acts. I've had people do intermissions mm-hmm. and stuff like that for me. Uh, but it has to still have that same level mm-hmm. you know, of intelligence with it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I can't do a magic act and then have a comedian come in in the middle of it and then think the audience is still going to want to continue to be in that same mindset. Right. Uh, it basically resets them. So there's times I've had uh, musicians come in, a singer and a guitarist come in, and I'll, I'll use them as a transition, like they might be my intermission or my opener, and then I'll invite them back on stage to be a part of what uh-huh. I'm doing. Like they'll play a song during like my fire eating. I've mm-hmm. done that before. 
Um, so they can perform on their own because anytime somebody helps me out and adds something to my show, I want to give them their opportunity as well. But it definitely has to mesh. Right. Would you ever bring a comic up to, to do a trick with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a few comedy routines that I do, um, and they go great. But, again, I still have to have that buildup because mm-hmm. it's not stand-up comedy. It's still magic and throwing in those little unexpected right. jokes. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm I, I wasn't trying to be like, hey, let me. I want to do it. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's, no uh, I get it. it. You, yeah, want, you really are... want to be. It's not the first time. <laughs> I already invited me on your podcast. Yeah, so, right. Uh, no, uh, I, the re- the reason I ask is because, um, I mean, th- there would come a time like with a mu- it would have to be like a different musician, a different mm-hmm. gu- guitarist and singer, a different comic every yeah. time, right? Yeah. You wouldn't want to. I'm just going to use me for example. Sure. You wouldn't want me to be traveling with you. And we're doing the same bit. Well, I mean, if you have a good following, yeah. Well, (laughs) well, um, I mean, but doesn't that kind of take away? You know, I. A lot of people say that magicians, because that's what I follow. I don't know about anybody else that you should rehearse and redo the same show over and over Uh and over, just so it becomes muscle memory and you don't have to think about it, and it gets better. So I have no problem carbon copying the same show over and over and over, but eventually, yes, rotate everything out. Yeah, I mean, I because I would say that there there would become there would come a point that if we did, uh, I I think the first show mm-hmm. would would be the best show. Yeah. For for you know like someone like me having me open or or intermission and then be a part of the the be a part of one of your your, your sets. Yeah. Yep. I think that would be it. Boom. You can't replicate that again because right. I mean, then like my lines or how I felt and the emotions that I was right. going through are no longer real. Yeah. And now it's staged. So it, right. it would feel like if you were doing like a weekend of shows and you mm-hmm. wanted to have a comic with you, you would have a comic for the 730 show, a comic for the 930 show. Because yeah. wouldn't that be, uh, that's where I, what I'm saying is wouldn't yeah. that be a little bit. There's a lot of magicians. Uh, there's one that actually comes to Sioux Falls every year, Jay Owen House, and yeah. does a show at the Pavilion. And his show has never changed in the last like four years since he's been here. Really? And it's like that same moment every time in the show, there's that same person in the back of the audience who yells that same line. And if you're a person who likes magic, and there's not a lot of touring magic shows... They will go to a show every time, and eventually, like they're gonna start to catch on. Like for right. me, I don't care about the show. I'm dissecting the logistics of yeah. it when I go to a magic show. So I'm like, okay, that person was in on it because now it just set this mm-hmm. up. And I'm like, dude, you gotta switch it up. Right. Like you can't do the same thing over and over. So uh, I, I like that you bring that up. I see. Like I said, we're gonna get into the trick. <laughs> yeah, I want to wrap it up for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're gonna get into the trick, but now you're you're creating so many more questions. Uh, you know, me personally as a comic, I like I laugh at, at other comics. Yeah. Um, but if if I'm at a comedy show, it's very hard for me to put down my comedy. Yep. You know, antenna yeah. and go, oh, I know how we got there, or yeah. I know where this bit is going. Yeah. You know, yep. I always feel like I'm three, four steps ahead of the audience when I'm an audience member for for a comic, and I think most comics do feel that way. Um. You, you just said it. You're dissecting it. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, there's times... There, is there any, like, 
What? Yeah, so one of my favorite shows that I went to is in Minneapolis. Um, uh, a pretty well-known trick, actually David Blaine made the trick popular, where you take a, a Coke can or a soda can that's already been opened and is kind of dented and crushed, and uh, you take your finger and you wipe it across the mouth, and now it's sealed closed, and then you kind of move it a little bit, and it kind of inflates and pops the wrinkles out of it, then you open it up and pour it out, and it's a he- yeah. healed and sealed Coke can, yeah. basically. Yeah, I'm thirsty. Um, and so... There's only so many ways a magician can do it, and the standard way that everybody does it is they pick up the Coke can that's already dented and stuff like that. And for me, it's like, okay, well, that's cool. There just happens to be a random Coke can in there for you to do this trick with. Like, that wasn't planted. So that's why I never did it. But he actually started out with a different trick where he opened the Coke can, poured it into a glass to show everybody the glass was normal, and then dropped the Coke can on a trash can on stage right there where everybody could see then later went up and grabbed a different Coke can out of that same trash can. And so now everybody remembers that, saying, like, he used that can. It's a Benny used right, can, right. not knowing they switched it. And, like, at that moment, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's how you do the trick to be believable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they think the Coke can has already actually been open, not preset and staged. Uh-huh. So it's not the trick. It's, it's the setup. Huh. That's, that's the setup. Right, right. Everything. Yeah, that's why right. I'm like, oh my god! Like same thing you. There's said. a lot of similarities between comedy yep. and magic. I mean, some yeah. could say, oh, it's comedy gold. Uh, yeah, no, it's comedy magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we create magic on stage with our storytelling. That's, yeah. that's yeah. very cool. That's yeah. very. So cool. I mean, like I said, the trick, the punchline's the same always, pretty much. Um, like whether it's a fart joke or whatever, it's yeah. it's the buildup that makes it great. Right. So. Is there a, uh, a trick or illusion that you really, really want to do? I really want to do a stunt, because uh-huh. um, I did the 24-hour bed of nails thing, Yeah, and that was great, um, but... Uh, did you have to see a chiropractor after that? No. no. I've never been to a chiropractor. Like, I don't know why. Like, uh, you're a Christian. There no. you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catholic. That's a callback. Uh, <laughs> um, so... Uh, Houdini was known for the milk can escape where he'd get into that small can full of water, crouch down, they'd seal the lid on top while he's handcuffed, they'd cover it with a curtain, and then he'd escape completely soaked, but the can would still be like padlocked shut. So nobody knew yeah, how nope, to get I'm out. Yeah, nope, I'm not aware of that trick. Okay, yep. So, but I mean, that's a pretty famous trick he did. I know of the one where he's in the straitjacket. Yeah, yep. Um, so basically, same kind of thing, but it's just a small can, maybe waist high, that he gets in and it's full of water and completely submerged and they padlock it shut um cover it with a curtain after 10 minutes or however long he wants to pretend that he can't breathe then he's outside of it safe and fine i think today's modern age is a little too smart for that knowing that okay if you cover it with a curtain something sneaky is happening happening behind right the curtain. yeah yeah um so i really want to get really good at picking locks and do the same illusion but completely surrounded on the street, even with sharks. Yes. <laughs> uh, where I once I'm in the the can underwater, I have to free my hands from the handcuffs, which nobody will see that because it's an, a, a solid can. Yeah. But then there's two holes in the lid that I'll have to reach out, and the audience will physically see me picking all the locks to get out before I essentially drowned. Okay. 
So that's what I yeah. really, really want to do. All right, cool. Do you have life insurance? No. Okay. No. Well, I would look into that. Yeah. Keep the magic thing under wraps. <laughs> but, but I really like the. Yeah. Uh, I really like the. I think that's a pre-existing condition. I don't yeah, know if right? that's covered. Yeah. Drowning is that drowning? <laughs> no magic. Oh. <laughs> Magic's a pre-existing yes. condition. <laughs> but yeah, the the stunts with a little bit of trickery behind it, like I love it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I really want to do, uh, mainly because like on the marketing side of it, I know some magicians who have, like my twenty four hour bed of nail stunt, they've taken it to big companies to draw attention. Saying, they've taken your, I wish, or just okay. I, I was gonna was say mine. like videos of you, like this no. is Travis. I'm gonna do the same. Like they like I'm gonna do forty eight hours and something. Yeah, like, I'm doing seventy two. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, world record is three weeks, but we're is not it gonna really? get. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get into that because that makes me look bad. Uh, but yeah, so twenty four hours is still impressive. Yeah. So if I have a stunt that I'm doing, hold on, wait. Yeah. How did you pee? Uh, I had a catheter. Ugh. So you had to, ugh. You yeah. had to have somebody. And it, no, no, did it solo. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, even uh, worse. Anti diarrheal medicine, all this other stuff, because yeah, I couldn't go poop and whatever. Uh, but yeah, so the idea, if I get really good at these stunts. A company would call me, say, hey, we're unveiling this new product. We want to draw a crowd, come out and do this stunt, draw people to our event type thing. And uh-huh. Get paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Oh, I like it. That's It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a couple, a couple grand for just laying there for 24 hours. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're selling mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> I actually almost partnered with uh, Juna. Oh, get here, out. Oh, here that would have been great. to do it. Uh, but his ideas, and I would have loved it if they came to fruition, was larger than life of more than my time limit would allow to set up and prepare for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just ended up doing it solo. But ah. it would have been great to have a mattress ad with the better names. Right, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. Justin was on board completely with doing it. So yeah. What about the Comfort King? I don't know that guy. You don't know that? Yeah. But you know. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. Very cool. So... Uh, I know I asked you earlier, I'm like, do you just carry shit around with you, you know? And, and uh, you said yes. Occasionally so. I'm prepared, yeah. yeah. Uh, if nothing else, I usually have a deck of I, cards. I, there, was, like there was no intent on me saying, you gotta do, you gotta do a couple well, of tricks Well, okay, today, so, so the trick that I have with me, uh-huh. I am always carrying it with me those last couple days because I'm using it for Penn & Teller's Fool Us. Oh, are you auditioning for that? Yes. Um, so I auditioned last year, and the producers actually Skyped. I had a Skype session for like an hour with them, like a couple weeks ago, saying, "You, we know you auditioned. This is what we want. This is the kind of thing we're looking for. Can you deliver? Yes. And so then I gave them. I said, this is what I can do. Then we had like another Skype session. And then now they're like, well, we need a full performance video of it. Send it to us. Filming is in late February. So this doesn't really mean anything until they see it, but I'm hoping, you know, a producer spending two hours with somebody is not common. So you're going to film this in late February? Yeah, in, in Vegas. In Vegas. But I have to have it submitted to them by late December, December 20th or something like that, just okay. before the holidays. So, <laughs> like next week? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have a script that I wrote down that I have to memorize because uh, it has to be entertaining for TV. It just can't be a pick a card type thing. Right. Um, so it's a little bit lengthier, and I don't think it would translate well here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I'll be more than happy. We can do whatever. No, I, no, I was gonna whatever. say you're you're not obligated by any means. Yeah, to do so, to, to do a trick. I just yeah. want 
uh, I just wanted to a- uh, ask you, like, are you one of those who just, like, I carry a deck of cards or I carry rope, I carry coin with me? Or, yeah. Because um, um, so I never know. It's like there, there's a kid who's, you know, uh, I, the kid, you just walk up, hey! Yeah, right. <laughs> like, in this, in this climate. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, so you're you're one of those. Yeah. Just have it and just. Uh, um. There's a magician that I met met who is actually a huge name in magic who just passed away last year. Uh, a huge influence, like he's been in it forever, and I got the pleasure of sitting down with him for quite a while. And he has one of those book boxes from like Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Where it looks like a book, and you yep, open yep. it, it's just a box. Yep. I put booze in it. Yeah. See. Yep. Um. Very magical. Yeah. <laughs> it so, gets me there. <laughs> so he lived. In, he lives lived in Chicago. Yep. And hated to drive. Greatest city anywhere. in the entire world. Yeah. And uh, so he'd take a taxi everywhere. And if somebody called, says, "Hey, can you come and do this show?" Uh, it'd take him forever to get back home and get everything, get the taxi, and take him back. So he carried a book box around with a couple items in it but was capable of doing like a full hour show out of that book box. Yeah. And so that was actually the inspiration for A Magician Among the Spirits, uh, where I could have technically done a full hour out of that book box that I had in the show, which I closed the show with. Yeah, you said, yeah. Yep. Um, but of course I wanted it to be a little bit bigger since I had a stage and a bigger room. Shit, I would have just, I would have closed the whole, the last half of that show with that. And that actually cool. that's what the adult show was at the pavilion. Um, the whole show was out of that book box. I've got to go to that one. It was great. It was only like a one-time thing, but I'm actually hopefully going to be partnering with them in the future about... A well, whole... after you make it on Fool Us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then everybody's going to want me, and they're like, you should have called me before. Like, yeah. Now I just know you want ratings. That's cool. So, yeah. Uh, so. so that's my ambitions. That's my goal. Hopefully we'll get there, and we'll find out. Oh, yeah. neat. So do you, do you want to do one, or... Like, I, I can go and grab a... I, I, if if you have a deck of cards, I can I can easily do something. I don't know what you've seen, so I want it to be genuine. I've, everything I've not, I've I am I'm a child. Yeah. Um, but I'm not rude. <laughs> okay. No. Um. Let me. I, I there's gonna be some dead air if you want to talk about. Talk about fool us. Talk about talk, talk about, about all that. Okay. I'm gonna go grab a deck of cards. Okay, cool. And now you're gonna have to listen back to your own episode to find out what I say. Exactly. Exactly. It's really gonna be us. about Casey. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do that. My parents are the only listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the cool thing uh, about fool us doing that Skype session with them is it's crazy to me that Penn and Teller actually have no idea who's going to be performing until they come on stage. Uh, I thought it was this whole scripted TV reality thing where, uh, you know, everything is played out and rehearsed, and it's not. You actually perform in front of a live audience and in front of Penn and Teller, and they have no idea who's coming. Um, And then also when they are talking about how they think you did the trick, um, well, Casey's here, and I lost track. Uh, you said uh, <laughs> something about um, wanting to how they how you did the trick. Yeah, um, and so I was saying that when you do this, Penn, you perform in front of a live audience, and Penn and Teller's there, but they don't even know who's going to be performing until you walk out on stage. Like it's not rehearsed or scripted with Penn and Teller. So Penn and Teller don't, don't know. They don't know who's going to be there or what they're performing. So they have they so they have no. I'm sure they know something nope. about. The, the guests. No, the, not like they like they literally the said ex. that you were going to be you'll rehearse on their stage before they arrive. And then they, at the Rio. Yes. And then they hide everybody below the stage and then Penn and Teller come on and then they introduce each person as they come out to perform. 
for the first time in front of them, and they don't know a name or anything. Is this the... Uh, correct part of me and correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong because um uh, i got to see penn and teller about 10 years ago yeah um and and, and they were amazing yeah phenomenal is this the same show where they um uh, critique you and they're like yeah oh, i like that and then at the end of the show like you get voted or something like yep. that and, and then, then you have to create your own magic trick with another no, that was Wizard Wars. That was Wizard Wars. That, okay, that was on Sci-Fi. Sorry. Uh, Fool Us is basically you perform for the audience, and then Penn and Teller talk amongst themselves of how they think you did it, uh-huh. and then they say, "This is how we think you did it." Yes or no? Uh, if you say yes, you guys got it correct. That's it. You walk off the stage. If you actually fool Penn and Teller, yeah. you get this huge uh, FU trophy for Fool Us, but it's big letters yeah. of FU. Yeah. Uh, and then you actually get to open their show the next night. Get out! Yeah. So Holy shit! Yeah, so that's super cool. Fuck, dude, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, part of my language, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I am, I, I cannot wait to see this and, and hear about this. We, yeah. You've got fans in this house. We're going to watch. I know. And so the cool thing is, though, is that when, in, when like, Obviously, the producers need to know how you do your trick. Yeah. And they have other magicians there um, as kind of mentors or whatever, kind of saying, let's critique this so it plays better on TV, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So after you perform and Penn and Teller are talking amongst themselves, uh, they're listening to everything they're saying, and they have to give a final answer to those guys listening in their headset that Mm -hmm. says, we think that he did it this way. He had another rabbit in the bucket. The first rabbit went in the stage. Mm Mm-hmm. At that point, they cannot change their answer. That answer is locked so, in. So Penn and Teller aren't. Yeah. They're, they're being fed the answers? No. Or no? No. no, they're, no. Penn and Teller are telling the producers this. Ah. And the producers, oh. and they said, is that your final answer? And they say, yes. And they're like, nope, that's wrong. And that is it. But the producers. The producers will tell Penn and Teller that they're wrong. Yep. But they cannot change their answer. They like, can't at change that their point, answer. They have, the producers have prepped the trophy. So Penn and Teller already know. At this point, when they're like, "This is how you did it," yeah. and then you're, like, yeah, oh, that kind of takes away a little, a bit, little right? bit, but a little bit, because yeah. Penn and Teller are like, "Fuck, we already know." They're yeah, like, this, like we like, got it wrong. Like I will, I will say this is that we when when I saw Penn and Teller, we sat in the row where Teller went out into the audience. Yeah, I heard Teller talk. Yeah, Teller talks. He He's is like, crazy smart. Oh yeah, super articulated. Like, he was uh, he was um, Penn Gillette was on an episode of You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. Okay. Um, it's another podcast, and P. Holmes is a is a comic. Uh, I, I I feel bad because I, I, I don't I don't want to say that I. Our podcasts are kind of similar. Um, but yeah. I, I really just try to, to to make this about you and and also make this about me, uh, <laughs> with it. Um, but he was talking about uh, you know the the IQ of, of Teller and you know it's ridiculous. It really is. It, it's it's crazy. But I mean when when Teller spoke and we heard him. Yeah, my buddy and I went. Show's over. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, he was actually just on like one of the most recent episodes of Big Bang Theory. Okay, don't watch that show. Okay, so yeah, he actually ended up playing one of the main characters' father. Okay, that you'd never met until just now, and he speaks during that. But he plays like this doofy yeah. character, like whatever. And then one of the other characters in there, one of the scientist guys. 
Uh, he loves magic and tries doing magic. So he's doing magic for Teller, and Teller's like, how did you do that? <laughs> and, like, it's so great because it's, like, playing the exact opposite of, you know, like, I've never seen magic before. And I would not find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, not a, I, I'm not a fan of the Big Bang Theory because yeah, it, it's uh, it, just like you said, it's, oh, it. I know how they did that. Yeah. Uh, for me, the Big Bang Theory is, oh, they're just taking tropes and they're spinning it backwards. Like, oh, Teller doesn't know. Get magic. He's, yeah. I'm like, that. That would I would not find that humorous. Again. Right. Duh, yeah. that's the easiest and logical thing to do with, yeah. uh, with, with, with a character. I'm not trying to, to, to bash you. No, your, not at all. I'm your not taste a huge fan of the show. My wife loves it, but, but. I, I watch it all the <laughs> And I'm also mad because uh, uh, I was doing a, a bit in... in Oh my god! Uh, like years before the Big Bang Theory uh, yeah. was on television, I was doing a bit and uh, uh, on stage, and then like four or five seasons into Big Bang Theory, they did my bit, and I went, oh. "No <laughs> fucking way!" <laughs> so See, I'm you... trying to find like who did I work with? <laughs> right, like... Who's the writer on that show? Who have I worked with? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 that was my yeah, bit. Yeah, I need royalties. Uh, I need royalties. That's my for that. goddamn bit. Like I. It wasn't word for word, but the ending. Yeah. What, the ending was there. Uh, um, I do a bit. I, I used to do a bit about uh, uh, glow in the dark condoms, and I know glow in the dark condoms are, are very similar bits. You do a lightsaber bit, but I used to end it with, "Oh no, he cut my hand off!" Uh, like like <laughs> he cut my hand off with his dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like they said, they had that ending, that that punchline to it. I was like. Fucking it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was, I mean, I was never a fan of the show in the first yeah. place, but and now you hate it. I was like, oh, so yeah. pissed and so pissed. But that's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, so, all right, um, uh, we got sidetracked. So let's uh, let's get into to to what, what what's okay. about to happen. Okay. So uh, I figured we'll attempt to do one. And okay. I, I'm 100 percent honest. This one doesn't always work. Okay. But when it does, it's great. Okay. Um, and I'm cool. choosing this because uh, the cards are very uh, old and old worn. and small. Okay. And a little awkward to handle. And I really like the metallic purpley foil on the back. Yep. Th- that's uh, uh, what kids will get. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and so <laughs> the the nice thing about these is that uh, you can do what's called second deals and stuff. Okay. Uh, gamblers use this to where like uh, if I wanted to hide the top card or give you what you think is the top card going like this. Okay. That's actually the second card okay, down. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, basically you kick the top card over and you take the second one, but when you do it fast, nobody can see it. Right. Yep. I didn't um, see so that. So these cards are great for that now i'm paying uh, but, attention but that's not what we're doing okay we're gonna do a mind reading trick oh, okay okay uh so the idea is that the cards these are yours they're actually mixed up i was gonna do an ace trick but i put those back yeah uh, mainly because i want to do something a little bit quicker and i don't trust these cards okay yeah okay so basically what i'm going to do is i'm going to take the cards and uh-huh. i'm going to go through them like that okay and i want you to remember one card okay did you see one there no i didn't okay cool <laughs> i wasn't paying attention i was slower. listening to you <laughs> don't remember that card. okay don't, don't remember card. that ready yeah okay did you get one? Yes. Okay. Now, I don't always get this. Okay. But basically, all I did right there is I held the cards up, and I kind of riffled through them so that we could see them all flip yep. flip book style, right? Yep. And you pulled one out at random. Yep. And I'm going to guess, let's start 50-50 first. If this is a red card or a black card, I'm going to say it was a red card. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. shit. Oh, man. Okay. We're I'm already out. I'm done. <laughs> we're going to go 50-50 again, so that only leaves heart or diamond. Okay. Okay? Um, I'm going to go with the heart. 
Yes. Yes, it was a heart. <laughs> okay. Um, 50-50 again, number or letter. Uh, obviously, probability, I'm going to go with letter. Or number. Number, because there's more numbers than there are letters. Yes. So it was a number card. Yes. Um, I'm going to say, so we have the heart. It was the four of hearts. Holy dick balls. Is that it? Yeah, it was okay. it. It was a four. <laughs> Get out. So. so <laughs> I've, I've seen this trick done before. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, remember that Magic Secrets Revealed? Yes. Yes. It's on Netflix now. Get out. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not going to watch it. I saw it when I was a kid. But I remember the guy teaching me is that at one point you held it a little yeah. bit longer, right? Yeah, and it's right? just a brief it's second. a brief second. I yeah. mean, I couldn't even tell. But yeah, no, the four of arts. Okay, so I want to know, how, how how did you know where it was? Where it was. It was on top. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you you looked at the cards first. Yeah, and I was actually going to do an ace trick, and then I'm like, no, we're going to do this one. Yeah, I saw you pulling out the aces, and I was going to yeah. say, you pulled out all aces. And yeah, so I, was gonna so say I changed it. Oh. So the secret to it, and don't worry, everybody can learn this, because yeah. I don't know how well it will translate, but uh, if you hold the cards to where they're vertical in your hands, yep. um, and you pull back the top card, it's going to create that gap, yep. just bend it back, and hold it right where your knuckles are. So now if you go like this, it's going to create that split second Switch. later. Mm. So from here, you'll see the four of hearts. Uh, the rest of them flash too quick, and so your mind's trying to catch up. up. Yeah, so it's yeah. always a second behind, so you never get a chance to think about it. And so it's always going to be it's always going to be that top card. Yeah. Yep. Or one of the top cards. Yeah. yeah. There's Based other ways to do it, of gluing cards together and cutting okay. one shorter, and that's the easiest method. Interesting. Okay, well, I learned something. So there you go. But again, it's all the cell of it. I did you guys remember. like that? <laughs> yeah. What card did you see? Uh, but yeah, so I could have instantly said four hearts. Right. And it would have been like, cool. But no, it's the build-up, it's the leading, it's me pretending I mean, like I'm trying to figure and, it out. And I mean, I, I say, I'm like, oh, it's because you looked at the cards. You knew where the, the, the card placements uh, card placements were. Um, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 I sounded like <laughs> an asshole when I said it. But... There's still a wonderment. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think I could do that right now. And it, I mean, I'm sure it's something that takes practice. I'm not yeah. saying that this is a trick. You said it's a trick that anybody can learn how to do. Yes. Um, I don't think I could say, all right, <laughs> are you ready? Because uh, What not. intrigues me the most about that trick yeah. is not the method behind it, but the psychology that it actually works. Like most people would think, oh, it was the last card that I seen. Mm-hmm. Because I like the first time you should have seen the four of hearts, but you really weren't paying too much attention. Right. You didn't know what you needed to do. Right. So you already seen it once, and then I did it, and you seen it again. Yeah. And most people are like, oh wait, that's the same card I just seen. Why am I seeing right. it twice? No, nope, I didn't think that. But you, nobody so. ever thinks it. <laughs> but huh. because they think of it twice, it's already planted the first time. So very cool, very cool. Ah, Sony, <laughs> Sony. So, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. You I'm feel good. good? Yeah. You, you like all that? I, I mean, do. was it, yeah, it was fun? fun? It was fun. Oh, good, good. Fun. Um, I like to uh, I like to end every podcast. I, I, I interrupted you a lot during this, but uh, no, this good. last piece, like I said, it, I mean, this it's, it's called attention-seeking behavior. We're, we're here to have fun. <laughs> and, and I think there's something in all of us that really um, wants to jump out. 
Yeah. Um, you know, like for me, it's it's being funny. It's it's being comedian. You know, for you, it, yep. it's magic. That's your attention seeking behavior, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, I think everybody has has it. This is an outlet for for so, this to get out. Somebody told some told me something that actually I believe and it makes sense. And it was probably me. Yeah, no, <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it's an Asian guy, so it's got to be true. It was me. <laughs> um, so basically he said and I don't know if this works with females or not but yeah. basically he said every boy between the ages of 14 and 16 whatever they absolutely love they'll love it the rest of their life and that's generally what they end up doing that's cool and so I'm like that's, that's kind of actually weird because that's I, see I love Michael Jordan and I'm not black well I mean, <laughs> did you really try I did I did I felt <laughs> Unfortunately, there are photos. <laughs> there are, but I, I was a kid. I like. I mean, it was allowed back. Then. No, it wasn't. But I mean, somebody should have interrupted and said, "I don't think this is a good idea." But no. Yeah. So I mean, I wish I knew better at that time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was a kid. Yeah. I was not in double digits. Yeah. yeah, I was not in double digit age. So it's okay. I think no, it's still not okay. Uh, but no, that that that's a that's a good point. I mean, yeah. um, I, I like, uh, I mean, I'm not doing it full time by any means, but I am in front of people regularly where I, I get yeah. to, to do this and make people laugh. So I, I, I like that. Um, yeah. Whomever this wise sage was, uh, <laughs> I, I think he's absolutely correct. So uh, like I was saying, I, I like to end every show um, with our guest saying their famous last words. And this is... Your time to shine. Oh, my famous last words. Your famous last words. Fuck, I feel like you're going to just kill me as I walk out of oh, here. Like, I, this is to be remembered by. <laughs> this is it. Um, and you're the first person not to swear during any of this. So wow, <laughs> I'm wow. going to say that. I don't so, think I got you to do it because I would have been like, oh, Travis. Yeah, we got it, guys. I've been waiting all <laughs> It's a good Christian soul of yours. Yeah, right? <laughs> I oh. feel bad because I was just letting F's drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, famous last words. Famous last words. I'm just going to say... You know, magic isn't for kids. Like, that's the big... <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, my biggest hurdle and stereotype, man. Like, no matter what, people are like, you should do a, you should do my kid's birthday party. I'm like, do you want your kid eating glass? Come on, man. Like, do you see what I'm doing? But no, like, honestly, like, no matter... If somebody has some sort of outlet or form of entertainment, like, trust that that person can entertain anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people think, you know, like comedians are just for like the bar crowd type thing right. or magicians are just for kid shows. Like trust and open up to anything. Like if, if, if somebody's good at something, you're going to like it. So I, I like those. Yeah. Trust, yeah, trust the process. Yeah. I trust know. the process. And nobody ever does, <laughs> but I mean, they should cause you know, you, trust. Never, you never know what's out there that you've never experienced. Yeah. I mean, we know what we're doing. Right. Exactly. Yep. So and, well, it's hard to believe that some of us do. Uh, I just might have gestured your way, but <laughs> no, um, it, it's fun. I mean, we do it because we are good at it. It's something we care about and something we like to do. Some of us are. <laughs> you're, you're good at it. I mean, <laughs> so no, I, I, I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, I think you're absolutely right on that. So we, uh, I like those famous last words. Yeah. yeah. We all have a hidden talent. Right. We all have a, you know, as Mike Birbiglia would say, a super secret special skill. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, when, we, when we find somebody we can share that with, um, you know, who also has that super secret special skill, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, 
but at the same time it's when those individuals are coming up to us and say hey you should do my kid's birthday party like i don't want to just do your kid's birthday party i want to do this for you i want to do this for your company yeah yeah you know trust that i this isn't for kids yeah it's not or and i I, I want to rephrase what you said that magic isn't for kids. It's it's not just for there you kids. Go. Yeah, is what I was getting from that. It's not yeah. just for kids. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. That's really cool. All right. Thanks, Travis. I Absolutely, appreciate it. man. Thanks appreciate for having me. Appreciate it a lot.